The Big Scary Show is brought to you in part by Dark Imaginings. Web design, creepy changing portraits, and much, much more. DarkImaginings.com From the deepest, darkest crypts, to the backwoods swamp at the bottom, from the inside of your casket to the fears lying deep inside your subconscious, it's time for the Big Scary Show. Hey, it's Patrick Boss with VFX, and this is The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Carrie from Spectral Illusions, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, my name is Debbie Katz, and I'm from Jack-O-Lantern Journey, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hello, creeps. It's me, John Kassir, the voice of... The Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and you're listening to The Big Scary Show, the top podcast in the industry. <laughs> hey, this is Kip Polly with On Point Digital Targeting Software, and you are listening to The Big Scary Show. Hello, this is Rich from Transworld, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. Hi, this is Tabitha with CFX Masks, and you're listening to The Big Scary Show. You're listening to The Big Scary Show with three big scary men and one that wears more makeup than I do. As we head into the holiday season, The Big Scary Show is here, helping you cope with post-Halloween depression. The International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, or IAPA, was recently held in Orlando, Florida, and because there's a large Halloween presence at the show, we sent Badger down to cover it. Even though he was completely blown away by the size of it, he still managed to bring back several interviews with Halloween-related vendors, some familiar, some not. You don't want to miss it. Storm! will be ranting in a haunt minute. Meat Hook Jim discusses European witch hunts in Between the Corpses. Badger reads the latest in Deadline News. The Old Crone discusses holiday gift ideas for your favorite haunter, and we have a new gruesome giveaway for the month of December. We also bring you some rockin' tunes to get you fired up for Krampusnacht and the holiday season. The Roundtable of Terror introduces you to a couple of our newest sponsors, Spectral Illusions and VFX Creates. We go into great detail with the owners about what they do and how their products can benefit your haunted attraction. We are very thankful for all our sponsors and hope you will continue to support them, for without them, we are nothing. 
all this, plus so much more. We hid the body, but you will become an accomplice just by listening to The Big Scary Show. I was a teenage werewolf, the most terrifying picture of our time. I was a teenage werewolf, fantastic, bewildering, a motion picture to stand beside the greatest horror stories of all time. I was a teenage werewolf. Hello, everybody. Drew Badger here. We are live on the floor of IAPA in Orlando, Florida. And when you walk in through the south, or the, I believe it's the south entrance, north. one of the, north. it's the north entrance. north entrance. I never know these things. This, this place my, is so big. Compass. I am so <laughs> darn turned around right now. The only thing that keeps me knowing where I am is the Froggy's Fog display. You can see them from all over the floor, shooting fog straight up in the air, and they have some brand new just wow factor stuff out there that by the time Transworld runs around, I, I'm, I will be surprised if there's not a line out the door trying to get some of this new stuff. Let's talk to Chris Markcraft of Froggy's Fog, one of our very fine sponsors. Chris, first of all, how has the show been? Uh, it's been really good. You know, day one is uh, at IAPA is a little different than like Transworld, for example. IAPA, people come around, they kind of get a feel for what they might want kick a lot of tires, and then you start seeing on day, late day two, day three, people come back around to make their actual purchases. And then, you know, day four is like every show on the last day. That's when I get to go see cool stuff. There you go. (laughs) So speaking of cool stuff, you have got one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I'm sure it's already all over social media right now. Tell us about this really, really interesting product here. So we launched at this show um, our Thanos A1. It's a fog gun, so it, uh, it literally runs off of fog fluid. It does not run off CO2 or compressed gas of any kind. You can operate it completely autonomous from its base. has a high output, even has wind mode, and it'll throw, uh, gosh, 20 yards off the nozzle of the gun. And, and there's a cool light on it, the Yeah, on it's the lit. End. It lights up the fog stream under high pressure. Uh, really awesome piece of technology, fully rechargeable. Um, recharges at its base. You can even have uh, one battery on board um, and two in the hole, as we say, charging uh, to, as backups. So really cool piece of technology. There's absolutely nothing else like it in the entire world. So you're literally walking around with what looks like a gun from the movie Aliens, like one of the Colonial Marines has, yep. and you can just point it at something or maybe someone from a safe distance, pull the trigger, and... And just blast them with a fog stream. It's pretty... It's epic and does it run just off you said runs off frog juice just standard old bog fog yeah can you run other types of frog yeah i mean this show we're putting uh quick blast in at this show because that's the show rules but the best performance is bog fog it looks super cool and and how long can you run on a charge that's a great question jury's out i mean if there's definitely a limit if you just held the trigger down i'm sure it's just a few minutes but no one's doing that you know you're taking you're spraying a shot for one or two seconds and waiting, and then you're doing it to someone else. It's a it's a gag. And, and you know the reaction I've seen already from people seeing this thing, their eyes are just going, "Whoop! What yeah. the heck am I watching?" Seen, it doesn't exist until today. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And to be honest, we didn't have the battery technology in the world to do this either until recent history. So 
So I assume that by the time you hear this, you can go look on social medias and you'll see, you know, videos of this and, and other things. I would expect you'll see videos of the Thanos out yeah. on, on social media, um, certainly a few days after this show. I saw some last night. So, okay, you know, okay. It's already out there. And, and I assume that people are going to just really just be like waiting in line to come see you guys at Transworld. I, I would expect, you know, it's an, <clears throat> it is an expensive piece of technology, but it's... There's, again, there's nothing else like right. it. It's a world-class piece, and it is a lot to make it. There's a lot of technology crammed into that little <laughs> uh, that little gun. So. It, it's not that little. It's actually pretty big. It yeah. looks hefty, but it's it's surprisingly not. No, it's not heavy at all compared to what you would you know, would think it would weigh, considering there's a fog machine, an onboard fluid tank, and, and several other things. So There you go. But before Transworld, we have that big holiday at the end of December, and a lot of people have haunted attractions that do... Christmas haunts and off-season things, and I understand you've got some new snow machines out here for possibly that effect. We do from some of our partners. We're um, we're doing the S600, the S500, the Magmatic uh, Crisp, and Crisp Max. Those are kind of what's left at this point. <laughs> our, some of our mainline stuff, the C6s that have been uh, become an industry standard over the last three or four years, um, we upped the number we brought in, thinking that would be plenty, and they've been gone for three weeks. Oh, wow. So... Um, Yep, the the S six hundred though is an outstanding machine. It's uh, it's got a little bit of a price tag too, but my gosh, it does nothing like uh, nothing like that else out there either. That, that's you're gonna be able to, not at that price point. You're gonna be able to like create your entire winter wonderland with this. Thing. Yeah, it's it's a beast. Yeah, and and again, I'm seeing little flecks of snow falling everywhere now you know you've been fogging this place up when people came in Definitely. everything's you know you're you're making a major impact and you're right here by one of the main doors so yeah. how can you go wrong yeah no it's been great we've been um we've been in this booth space for years now in fact over a decade so i always can count iapas by my um by my anniversary today's my 20th anniversary oh, congratulations so, sir uh, you know every november 16th i'm at iapa <laughs> so my my sweet wife never gets to see me at home on my uh on my anniversary, but... Um, you should bring her here. I know. Well, yeah, not her show. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. She, uh, <laughs> she, uh, she, she, keeps, she keeps good track, though, but, uh, you know, we just we celebrate a week later. It's there no big deal. Um, the F8, the Fobbles F8, you know, we've seen, and, and we showed it for the first time last year here, but it really took off. That machine is worth mentioning. Um, that's the pro-grade Fobbles. That comes in the flight case. That's the fog bubbles. Fog, yes, bubbles that are filled pro, with fog. And, and it doesn't have the bleed over. How, you know, the F4 and some of those Gen 1s, which we still have and love, they have a lot of fog that bleeds out with the fog bubbles. This pretty much just presents fog bubbles. Oh, wow. And uh, still has all those same features, but um, a lot of IP-rated stuff in the back, so a little, little more waterproofing around the seals. It's not a fully IP-rated machine, but it's very close. And so, if, you know, if this is outside and a little passing shower comes through, it's... No harm, no foul. Excellent. But excellent little machine. Got got to love it. So I know that uh, the Thanos gun's going to be the big thing, probably oh, yeah. at Transworld. Oh, yeah. Plus a few, you know, nicks and nacks and other, other products. Stuff that, we have sure. some other stuff that we're not going to we're not going to even hint about yet by Transworld. We um, will talk about it then. Some, of some booth, uh, some things in the booth that'll be fun. We will we will look forward to talking to you about that. Um, can people order this now, or will they have to wait until no, Transworld? They can order it now. Okay. They definitely can order it now. Just call into your local rep, or they can call in, reach me, or anyone there. Um, Why? What would those numbers and websites be for people to get this absolutely. information? Absolutely. I was wondering if you would ask. Of course I would. So uh, the website, of course, is www.froggies, 
frogg.com. That's froggies with an S, so that's F-R-O-G-G-Y-S-F-O-G.com, froggiesfog.com. And the main office number, 615-469-4906. And you can just hit any button for sales, and it'll route you out. Fantastic. Chris, always a pleasure to see yeah, you here. Yeah, I, well, see you. never. I've never seen you here being my first IAPA, but always a pleasure to see you in person. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you in less than three months. I oh, know. my God. It's early this year. Uh, for the first time ever, I will be home on my birthday because that's always at Transworld. I celebrate my entire life at a trade show. <laughs> oh, man. The, you know, the life of a, a trade show rep here, bro. Yeah. What can you do, sir? You know, well, we used to go to a, I used to attend a lot more than I do now. But it's funny, the two that I do still go to, two or three that I still go to, fall on important days. But uh, but, funny. Well, at least now you remember those important days. Yeah. Unlike some of us married guys who's like, oh, I missed that one again. Yeah, time, no, to, no. time to make reservations somewhere. No, no, Dad, no, no. I'm, there's, there's no way I'm getting out of not remembering it. <laughs> Very good. Well, remember, folks, froggiesfog.com. If you haven't seen the videos of the Thanos gun, just look at social media because I'm sure after this show, you're going to see it everywhere. Chris Markcraft, always a pleasure, my friend. Good to see you here. Good my to name see you, is Badger. My name is Drew Badger for the Big Scary Show here in Orlando, Florida, where it's 81 degrees. Ha ha! Suck it, snow guys. And we're out. A down. And ladies and gentlemen, let's see if you've been listening carefully to the show, even though it has practically just started. It is time for the December gruesome giveaway sponsored by our very good friends at ScreamlineStudios.com. It is not too late, folks, to get over to ScreamlineStudios.com and place your orders now for all your holiday gift-giving stuff. Or, if you're lucky, you could be selected to win a fantastic prize from Screamline Studios just by listening to the show and answering the gruesome giveaway question. Now, we did not have a winner in November, so let's see if we can rectify that with... A winner in December. I'm going to ask you a question. The answer is in the show. Please email us that answer along with your name and your phone number to bsscontest at gmail.com before midnight on Monday, December 12th, and you could be randomly selected to be a winner. Now, without further ado, the question for the December gruesome giveaway is... What is the amazing, brand spanking new product that Froggy's Fog debuted at IAPA? If you think you know the answer to that, please send us that answer along with your name and number to bsscontest at gmail.com before midnight on December 12th, and you could be a winner just in time for the holidays. And of course, we want to thank our fine sponsors, ScreamlineStudios.com, for providing us these great gifts. Previous winners of the Gruesome Giveaway and family members of The Big Scary Show are not eligible to win, but good luck. Good evening. My name is Deadfield, the zombie butler. Visit me and all my friends here at VFXCreates.com and check out the new Putrid Pete, the zombie puppet. We have several new products that you might want to see. <laughs> see you soon at vfxcreates.com Music by Midnight Syndicate
Don't let the ghosts and the ghouls disturb you. I want you to have fun. Rhythm coffins. Rhythm coffins. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah. scary show. Yeah, yeah. Scary Everybody, Drew Badger here. We're live at IAPA in Orlando, Florida, walking around admiring all the displays and everything. I come by this corner and I see tons of pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns. Had to come out and check it out because, hey, who doesn't love jack-o'-lanterns, especially around Halloween or any time of the year? This is Jack-o'-lantern Journey. They're based out of New York. And I've got Debbie, the owner here. How you doing? I'm doing well. How's the show been for you? The show has been so busy and awesome and fun. We're having a great time. You've got a lot of people here. You're checking out all this stuff. You've got these things called the Gordies. You've got these really intricately foam-carved pumpkins inside. You've got you know arches made of pumpkins and everything. You vend at Transworld, too. But are you doing anything different at IAPA than what you do at Transworld? Well, this year we're coming out with this whole new brand, the Gordies, which are these lovable pumpkin characters, which is the first real look at what we're doing here. And we're really pushing the family-friendly piece over here because that's what we're all about. We're the family-friendly pumpkin experts, and we've been doing this for a long time. So no, like, really gory, scary, axe-through-the-head kind of Jason or Freddy pumpkins. You've got the the cool little, you know, the vampire and the mummies, but they're family-friendly, kind of cute as but they're really cool looking. I really like the little Frank and Gordy thing you've got here. And, and like you said, it's all about being family friendly. Yeah, and there's, there's different pieces, right? There's the family friendly piece where it's just for the little kids. And then there's a family friendly piece where there's something for the adults. 
And then there's the family-friendly piece where you can have the grandparents also come on and enjoy. So in our shows, there's really something for everyone to enjoy, whether it's our motorcycles with skeletons on them or whether you're seeing some of the classic movie monsters or you're seeing 16-foot dinosaurs or pumpkins hanging from trees. It's an immersive pumpkin environment that we're creating. So how do dinosaurs and pumpkins fit in together? So everything's made from pumpkins. So everything everything you'll see in our shows is pumpkin. It's just an immersive pumpkin wonderland. Everything is hand-carved by our artists, made out of foam pumpkins, and then we also use some real fruit, live pumpkins, to enhance what we're doing. Interesting. So it's, it's a pumpkin-asaurus, you might say. <laughs> A pumpkinosaurus. Okay, I'm going to quote you on You're that. You're welcome on that, by the way. <laughs> I appreciate we'll, we'll talk that my very rates much. on that all right, afterwards. All right, all right, all right. But so you do shows. I mean, are, are these things like you go out to zoos and set things up, or parks, or city events, and things like that, or do you also do them for haunted attractions? So some of the haunted attractions are now doing tracks for family-friendly because it's becoming much more popular. Um, So we're seeing that in the marketplace. We have done events or shows for everywhere from zoos to minor league baseball parks to municipalities to botanical gardens to mall parking lots. Um, We can basically take a space, any kind of space, and make it a pumpkin kind of wonderland, if you will. That's what we do between our lighting, between our pumpkins, hanging up in trees, down on the ground, as you're walking through, add in a little pumpkin ale or pumpkin cider or hot chocolate, nothing wrong with that, a little pumpkin carving, um, a little merchandise where people can purchase a couple of things and really just totally get into that, not just Halloween spirit, but you're also getting into that family fall crispy kind of pumpkin season kind of likes when starbucks starts to sell their pumpkin latte we're all over it and we're right with them now i was in your little dark area here where you have some amazingly carved stuff universal monsters saw halloween town from nightmare before christmas but you also had a snowball what what is that all about (laughs) he found our snowball so we also we also do winter so we are known as the pumpkin experts, but we had so many of our customers asking, can you create a similar walkthrough environment that would be would be family friendly for winter that was very different from the typical light shows. So instead of using pumpkins, we're using snowballs. Okay. And so we're lighting it up and it looks like these beautiful ice snowball sculptures and it's kind of the same sort of setup. So Halloween goes out and your snow setup from us comes right in. Now, with a lot of haunts doing off-season events, Krampus events, and things like that, would you do something maybe like a little scary snowball here or there? Absolutely. So we work for haunts, too. We like haunts. We're friendly with haunts. We carve for haunts, for sure. As I said, we've definitely made a name for ourselves, you know, myself, Debbie, and Jack-O-Lantern Journey in the family-friendly niche of what things are. But at the end of the day, we also are sculptors and we also are um, creators and so we can work and do work for haunts. We love our our haunt customers. And if I had something, if I was a haunted attraction owner and I wanted some kind of thing carved out of pumpkins, you can do custom work like that as well. So that's really what differentiates us is that we will customize anything for you. So whether you're a zoo, a haunt, a a municipality, anybody, and you want to brand or, or a brand, and you want branding on what you're doing, we have the capability in any of our things to focus your branding 
and or make something custom for you. Whether it's your mascot, whether it's your logo, whether it's your name, we will make it unique for you and your customers. That's what we do. For people wanting more information about Jack-O-Lantern Journey, I know you will be at Transworld. I believe you're in the 900 rows. We haven't we haven't yet confirmed our rows, okay. but we probably but, will end up at Transworld. But I would I would recommend actually coming definitively to our website, and that is www.jackolantern the word journey.com. That's jackolanternjourney.com, and we would love to chat with you. Go to our contact form, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> Well, Debbie, thank you so much for talking to us here on The Big Scary Show. I wish you nothing but success, not only at IAPA, but hopefully at Transworld. Once again, folks, jackolanternjourney.com. If you want some custom pumpkins made, if you want to check out all their cool stuff, their new Ghoulies, or Gordy's line Gordy, here. Gordy's. Gordy's line, which, by the way, some of their stuff uses augmented reality, which yes. is kind of neat. Yes, really Go check out jackolanternjourney.com. My name is Drew Badger here at IAPA in Orlando, Florida hanging with all the pumpkins and everything else here, and we're out. Spectral Illusions is a digital production studio creating video effects for your home or pro haunt. They carry over 30 stock videos ready for immediate download, as well as USB drives preloaded with multiple effects. In partnership with AAXA Technologies, they now carry projectors preloaded with multiple effects. And now Big Scary Show listeners can get 15% off downloads, USBs, and screens with code BIGSCARY15. Projectors not included. Visit SpectralIllusions.com and add some life to your haunt. That's SpectralIllusions.com. Greetings, listeners, listeners, and welcome. welcome. Watch out. Don't trip over that torso. torso. It's time time for Between between the the corpses. Corpses. Greetings, listeners. Meat Hook Jim here. And as we slide into December, well, I'm going to continue tortures and executions here on Between the Corpses with the witch hunts in Europe. In Europe, the campaign against suspected witches was virulent and oppressive. During six centuries of church-sanctioned bloodletting, an estimated 100,000 people died during torture and at the stake. Germany burnt more supposed witches although burnings also occurred in France, the Czech lands, the Italian states, and Scotland. They continued in Germany until 1775, 30 years after they ended in France and nearly 100 years after execution by burning was outlawed in England. In Como, Lombardy, a thousand were burned at the stake in 1524 alone. In Lorraine, 900 died in the 15 years leading up to 1595. Within six years, 22 villages were cleared of witches. The toll of 368 burnings left two of the villages with with a single female resident each. The Inquisition, never welcomed in England, was responsible for the slaughter. Witch huts began in earnest on the continent following Pope Innocent VIII's 
bull on the subject issued in 19 or in 1484 until then the local wise woman or cunning man had been a valued member of the community white witches with their knowledge of herbal medicine were a crutch for the community but now they walked a fine line between social respectability and public damnation inquisitors felt fed on denunciations when they were in short supply people were paid for their accusations as a church attempted to stamp out devil worship the interrogators used malus maleficarum hammer of the witches a nasty tome written by two discredited dominican monks heinrich kramer and jacob springer first published in 1486 it was full of tips on witch recognition including invisible body markings Suspects were put on two giant scales, and those heavier than the counterbalancing weights were judged to be witches. Sometimes a Bible alone was used as a weight. Women were strapped to chairs and dank cells while inquisitors peered through the window. The passing attention of a rat or an insect was enough to convince the inquisitors that she had a familiar, an evil animal spirit, and was therefore a witch. One persistent flight of fancy was the witch's sabbat, an orgy featuring all manner of rituals. Sex and even dancing were viewed as sinful by the church. These featured strongly in the sabbat, along with imps, goats, child sacrifice, the devilish rear-end kiss, and more. Cake and drink were offered, making it a distasteful parody of Holy Communion. Details were furnished by suspected witches as they underwent torture. There's no doubt that their lurid accounts were given to satisfy the sexual bent of their inquisitors in a bid to win respite or freedom. Shamefully, the hysteria spread among children who denounced others and even themselves. One young girl in Sweden confessed that her spirit flew to the Sabbat celebrations while her body remained in bed. It was here in 1668 that 15 children aged between 9 and 16 were executed. 60 others were caned every week for a year in order to cure them of their witch-like tendencies. In retrospect, the methods by which people became alert to witches seems absurd. One man claimed he he could look into people's faces to divine whether they were witches. Another said his eyes watered when a witch stood before him. A woman listened to the croaking of frogs and discerned who was beguiled by sorcery. In 1998, the Roman Catholic Church reopened the Inquisitor files to reappraise the case against witches. A commission was established in the Czech Republic to consider pardons for witches condemned by the Inquisition. You know, that was then, this is now. Uh, I am a witch, and I'm disgusted by some of these practices, but that was a different age. And while now we still aren't exactly as open as we'd like to be, there are places of sanctuary, such as Salem, Massachusetts. Um, but, uh, hey, 
Merry Christmas, Happy Yule, whatever flips your boat. We'll catch you on the next episode. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Drew Badger here. We are live at IAPA in Orlando, Florida. We are having a great time. We're over here at the Transworld booth. You know, folks, <laughs> Transworld's less than three months away. Everybody is like, can't wait for it. It's going to be a great one this year, even though it's in February. But a lot of cool stuff going on. We got Rich Bianco here from Transworld. Rich, how you doing? I'm doing very well. How are you, Badger? Oh, man, this is my first time at IAPA. Never been. At, this is an amazing show. I I thought it'd be kind of like Transworld, but it's so much more. I mean, the entire attraction industry yeah. is out here, and it's just incredible. Yeah, I, I would. if I was comparing the two, uh, the shows are very similar. The difference is, is ours is holiday-themed, all Halloween and Christmas, and this is more amusement-themed. Yeah, but, you know, so much stuff. It, it, it's hard to believe. So... Um, first of all, I guess let's ask. Legendary Haunt Tour was just a few days ago. How, how was that? Things were great. You know, everybody had a good time. We're in Nashville. And, uh, who doesn't love Nashville? No. And, uh, you know, just standard stuff, going to haunted houses, hanging out with people that are your peers and friends, and, uh, you know, doing a lot of drinking and, and checking out what uh, some of the other haunts around the country are doing. And, of course, that Nashville hot chicken can't, uh, can't beat that. Absolutely. Hattie B's, right? Uh, absolutely. Now, I understand you've got a couple places almost. You're not ready to announce it yet, but Legendary Haunt Tour 2023 will be going on, correct? That is correct, yes. Yeah, we all, we've already picked out the place. I can't announce it quite yet, but uh, let's just say that um, I would expect this to be one of the largest uh, haunt tours we've ever done based on where we're going. Oh, that sounds incredible. I can't wait to hear about it. Well, let's talk about Transworld. What kind of new things do we have? Do we have new classes going on? Do we have new seminars? Do we have, you know, an expanded trade show? I know everything's kind of weird because it's February this year as opposed to March. Yeah. But what's going on with Transworld, the latest up-to-date stuff? Uh, well, I mean, I can speak mainly of the trade show floor. Um, Jen can probably... You know, when you talk to her, she can talk more about the seminars and stuff. I know she's working hard on those, and uh, uh, a lot of that's going to be coming out in probably the next two weeks. Um, we'll probably list all those, the parties, events, the seminars. But uh, as far as the trade show floor, um, it's looking like we're probably going to have about 100 new vendors. Uh, the floor is literally packed. Uh, I still do have space if someone's looking for a spot, but um, I, I currently right now have about 90 exhibitors to still assign, and and, and the floor is more crowded than it's ever been this time of year. So it looks like it's going to be, yet again, the biggest trans world ever. Can we say that at this time? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think if there's anything we've done is consistency, and we consistently grow every year, and it's, it's not going to be any different this year. Um, it's going to, to be honest with you, there's a lot of cool new products, and, and I'm blown away at the amount of space that some people increased uh, to. And, and as you know, if you've talk to anybody in the haunt industry they've been basically packed this year the, the haunts had amazing seasons so we expect the show to be amazing it sounds like it's going to be a blast and of course we can't forget not only the christmas show but the escape room areas i assume those are growing as well yeah we actually uh rebranded that area we call it the interactive entertainment uh show now and it's because we tie in more than just escape rooms there's a contingent of escape rooms uh, gel blaster, paintball, uh, laser throwing, tag, axe throwing, all that stuff is tied into one, and uh, we've, we've kind of pavilionized that area. So, and of course, the Christmas show is still just going to be off the charts, I assume. Correct, yeah, that's the same. It's it's bigger than it was before. We have some new 
new large exhibitors are coming in, and uh, you know, of course, the hall will be decked out and uh, all blacked out with a bunch of lights in there. Um, is early bird pricing going on for people registering right now, trying to get in, or has that already passed? Um, yeah, so we have a standard price for registration, and then the price goes up literally, I think it's a couple weeks before the show. I don't know those exact dates, but I think it's a couple weeks before the price increases. So, yeah, you still have plenty of time to book. Sounds like a plan. So if you're a vendor or if you haven't registered yet or you want more information on Transworld, February 2nd and through the 5th, 2023 at the America Center in St. Louis. What's the best place? Where's the best place to go? Websites, social medias to get all that information. So for the Transworld uh, site, the Halloween show that's you know the originator, it's haashow.com. And then um, the Christmas show is twchristmasshow.com. And uh, the interactive uh, uh, entertainment show is basically just uh, interactiveentertainmentshow.com. Sounds good. Rich, always a pleasure to see you here. I'm glad to hear that uh, doing well here at Transworld, and uh, look forward to seeing you in a few weeks. Sounds great. All right, once again, folks, haashow.com for everything Transworld, February 2nd through the 5th, not in March, in February. Remember that, folks. Go ahead and get registered now as soon as you can. Once again, folks, Drew Badger here at IAPA in Orlando, Florida, and we're out. Enter the haunted world of Fright Find and discover an environment dedicated to promoting your haunt. Target customers who will influence others on attending haunted attractions as Fright Find brings in scream seekers looking for haunted places, events, and accommodations of every sort. Various exposure options give you the ability to reach your audience throughout the year. Don't be afraid. Go to FrightFind.com now to add your haunt for free and see for yourself the difference Fright Find will make in your haunt listing. Hello everybody, this is Drew Badger and this is Deadline News for episode 277. We got a lot of Christmas haunt news, but we're going to start off with this from Baldwin Asylum in Rantoul, Illinois. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Baldwin Asylum Haunted Attraction in Rantoul, Illinois is now publicly listed for sale. Please contact owner Marcus Dams via text at 217-390-4543 for serious inquiries. There are active bids taking place at this time, and the entire business and all contents including but not limited to 10,000 square foot floor plan, walls, props, animatronics, all complete sets, full building facade, costume and makeup, silicone masks and foam latex appliances, electrical and wiring, sound systems, lighting, MP3s with soundtracks, tools, fog machines and juice, website, and so much more are included in the listing. There will not be a peace-out opportunity, nor will this go to auction as Baldwin will be sold as an entire entity. It includes the beloved Baldwin Asylum 1972 Haunted Cadillac Hearse. Once again, we would like to thank all of our fans, especially the 10-year diehard folks that have supported us all these years. 
Thank you for your undying support and for sharing our love of this amazing industry at a place that will forever be dear to our hearts. Sincerely, Marcus Dams. Get more information at facebook.com slash baldwinasylum. And again, you can contact him via text at 217-390-4543. We have this news from the Crooked Descent Haunted Attraction in Herkimer, or Herkimer, New York. Krampus has returned for 2022. Due to overwhelming demand, we are bringing back this special holiday event, and it's bigger and better than ever before. The Fright Before Christmas. We have transformed our haunted house into a Christmas wonderland. Although it won't be all glitter and snowflakes, you better watch out, you better not cry. Horrifying Christmas characters will haunt all those who enter. Forget those old boring traditions. Come celebrate the holiday like never before and trade your Christmas cheer for Christmas fear. Get your tickets online or at our venue. Although this is an indoor event, we encourage you to dress warmly. Happening December 9th and 10th and 16th and 17th from 7 to 10 p.m. Get more information at crookedhorror.com. We have this news from the Red Vane Haunted House in Ashland, Virginia. Red Vane's Haunted Christmas returns December 9th and 10th for two nights only. Red Vane is is located at Hanover Vegetable Farm, which is just 10 miles from Short Pump and 20 miles from downtown Richmond. As all seems merry and bright in the world, a winter calm falls over the abandoned Camp Ashland site. It's been a couple of months since the fateful Halloween massacre. The bodies have been laid to rest and the memorials have been held. Some of the survivors who can't let sleeping dogs lie decide to visit the site, hoping to bring some holiday joy to such a dark place. Even the most jolly feel the pull of its malicious power. As they hold hands and say their prayers, bells can be heard in the distance, and the lights of the Christmas season suddenly surround them. But something's not quite right. Featuring four attractions, the Asylum, Corn, Woods, and House, Go to redvainhaunt.com for more information and to purchase tickets. And note, please review their frequently asked questions, which includes a warning and disclaimer for a detailed list of their policies and precautions. We have this from the DeSoto Asylum Haunted House and Food Drive, coming to Needles, California. On December 10th, DeSoto Asylum presents The Krampus Encounter. St. Nicholas isn't coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. The Krampus Encounter is an intense holiday haunted house experience like nothing else in the tri-state area. Join us for our 6th annual Holiday Haunted House and Food Drive on December 10th in Needles, California. We're part of Haunts Against Hunger and are collecting non-perishable food items for those in need this holiday season. Come out and see what we have created and help us break last year's record of food collected. Patients checking in are asked to bring a non-perishable food item. Get more information at DeSotoAsylum.com or their Facebook page, Facebook.com slash DeSotoAsylum. We have this from Sir Henry's Haunted Trail in Plant City, Florida. Sir Henry's Haunted Christmas Returns. 
We're excited to bring back Sir Henry's Haunted Christmas event for select nights this December. Tickets are now available to purchase for Sir Henry's Haunted Christmas event. Don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind haunted Christmas experience. For six nights only, December 9th through the 11th and December 16th through the 18th. Get your tickets now at Sir Henry's Haunted Trail. We have this from the Awaken Haunted Attraction in Leslie, Michigan. Jingle Hells is back and twice as scary. We've added an extra day of cheer and fear for this evil elf-filled event that even the scariest of holiday villains would be proud of. Happening December 9th and 10th from 7 to 11 p.m., come out and get some holiday fear. Get more information at Awaken Haunt. And finally, we have this good news from the Four Sides Haunted Attraction in Cumming, Georgia. The House of Four Sides Haunted Attraction, located in Cumming at the Cumming Fairgrounds, has just completed its fourth season. This year, the group of volunteers raised over $60,000 for more than 20 area charities, organizations, and civic groups. Proceeds benefited local groups such as the American Cancer Society, Boy Scouts, Boys and Girls Clubs, SAFT, Family Promise, Bald Ridge Lodge, Jesse's House, Family Haven, Casa, Meals by Grace, The Place, Three Basketeers, Barefoot Ranch, Mentor Me, Fur Kids, Age Well Forsyth, Frederick's Ataxia Research Alliance, Creative Enterprises, Angels Over Forsyth, Full Circle Recovery, and Rise Up Recovery. Since 2020, the Forsyth's Haunted Attraction has donated over $130,000 back to the community. In addition, one of our volunteers received a $1,000 college scholarship from the James K. Smith Memorial Scholarship Fund from the Haunted Attraction Association. Get more information about their charitable deeds at ForsythesHaunt.com. Congratulations. Remember, folks, if you have news in the haunted house, Halloween, or horror industries, and you want it on the show, email it to us, news at bigscaryshow.com, and we'll get it on the show. No news is too big or too small. This concludes this edition of the Big Scary Show's Deadline News. <laughs> Hello everybody, Drew Badger. We are live in Orlando, Florida at IAPA. First time here for myself, and I'll tell you what, walking around day one, this is nothing short of astonishing with all the things. I didn't believe it when they said you can actually ride roller coasters in the convention center, but yeah, you can ride roller coasters, which is pretty cool, and all the different things from ticketing to soda fountain dispensers to trash cans to... Hey, CFX masks are here for uh, all your Halloween stuff. There is a nice Halloween presence here. And, of course, CFX is a very fine producer of all that stuff. You see them at Transworld every year and other places. Got Tabitha Barron here. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Drew. Thank you so much for stopping by. Now, you know, you don't have a lot here. And you and Josh have said that you're actually not selling at IAPA. What does that mean? You come to a trade show like this and you're not selling a product. 
Well, at these trade shows, it is really about the business-to-business connections that we're making here. So we're trying to show off the capabilities that CFX has outside of and in addition to the silicone masks and other silicone products that we make. A lot of people in the haunted attraction industry may not know that we are a full-service prop shop, so we do have the ability to do silicone stuff, foam stuff, resin stuff, uh, large-scale uh, prop work, and pretty much everything else in between. So, like, if I was in uh, an, an attraction and I wanted something built, I could get it built out of silicone? Depends on what you're looking for, but the short answer is probably <laughs> yes. Um, usually we reserve the silicone for, obviously, masks, body parts, things that are going to get engaged with a lot, things that you want the customers to have a fun tactile response to. Um, if we're doing prop work, we usually do uh, foam work for film and TV. Occasionally we have done some haunted house props for like knives and, you know, uh, actor safe weaponry and whatnot. Um, But of course we also do a lot of film work, which a lot of the haunted house doesn't know. We did all of the magic wands for Disney's Godmother two years ago. Um, So we we definitely love being able to offer that aspect of CFX masks. So that's what we're doing here at IAPA. I was going to ask you why you have wands on your display thing here. I was like, I didn't know you were into the Harry Potter thing. Well, it's not Harry Potter. Uh, So (laughs) yeah, we we have a well uh, well stocked library of fun fun props and different gags and body parts and whatnot that we have used on different uh, films and other projects that we have worked on. Um, so yeah, here at IAPA, it's silicone masks and more. Excellent. Now, anything you might be able to tease us for? You know, Transworld's less than three months away. You always seem to have some really new and cool stuff. Anything that uh, will make people say, I got to go to the CFX booth this year? Uh, yes. <laughs> I can't tell you exactly what it is or what we're working on, but we do have some new things that are coming. Um, and we have a really fun way that I think we're going to showcase um, some of our masks this year, some, some fun new lighting tricks and everything like that. But yes, come see us at Transworld. We're going to be in our usual space with 602. Come get your horny beanies because it's going to be cold as heck since it's going to be in February this year. And we want to make sure you guys stay warm, but also, you know, rep CFX while you're at it. You had me at horny beanies here. We're going to have to go into that a little bit more. But for people wanting more information and maybe if you're throwing any teasers out on websites or social medias, how can people get information about CFX? Thank you for asking. You can find us uh, on our website at cfxmasks.com or compositeeffects.com. That's E-F-F-E-C-T-S. Com. The real word, not the me. real word, not F and X. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Composite Effects, Instagram. We are at CFX Masks on YouTube and Twitter. We are also uh, CFX Unmasked, and we are now on TikTok, uh, CFX Masks. Okay. Uh, we will be posting information about our Transworld sales. We do offer our biggest sale at Transworld. Uh, but coming up, actually, right after Thanksgiving, we are having our Black Friday Cyber Monday sale. So definitely stay tuned. Uh, subscribe to our social media channels to be aware of when that sale goes live. Obviously, Black Friday, because uh, you want to get in some good sales right before Christmas. Excellent. Tabitha Barron, always a pleasure to speak to you and see Josh and some of the other folks here from CFX. So remember, folks, booth 602 next year. Go check them out, cfxmasks.com, and uh, see what all the fuss is about because I'm sure there's going to be some real buzz going on at CFX. Thank you so much for stopping by. And once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger. I'm here live at IAPA in Orlando, Florida, having a great time with the Big Scary Show, and we're out. Want to take your haunt to a new dimension of terror? Then let Dark Imaginings conjure up some ghoulish graphics and web design services for your home, haunt, or crypt. Mm. To see more of our products and services, drop by.
darkimaginings.com. Let us help you get ahead of your competition. <laughs> the Roundtable of Terror is very proudly sponsored by HauntPay. Whether it's time ticketing, virtual queue lines, or anything else related to online ticket sales, have Alex and his staff set you up at hauntpay.com. gentlemen that music once again signifies that you are listening to the round table of terror here on the big scary show we hope you are enjoying our coverage of iapa i sure had a good time walking through the aisles and checking everything out we hope you're enjoying listening to the interviews that we have provided for you tonight but if you've been listening to the show for the last few months you may recognize or realize that we have a couple of new sponsors to our show, and it's kind of hard to get everything in a 30 to 40 second commercial, so we thought we would bring our new sponsors on for a roundtable discussion about who they are and what they do, especially in this, the season of giving. What better way to show that haunter, friend, co-worker, or boss that you really care than, of course, by buying a really cool product from any and all of our very fine sponsors. But we do want to talk to our two newest sponsors tonight, bring them on and see what they're all about. We'll start out in the St. Louis area with Patrick Voss, who was with VFX Creates. I'm sure many of you have seen those really cool puppets that uh, he creates and walks around haunted attractions or conventions or things with. Patrick, are you with us? I am. Thank you. It is very nice to talk to you again, and very nice to see you at IAP. It was good to see you and Doug and have a good time with uh, all things down in sunny Florida. I guess it was cloudy Florida, but hey, <laughs> who's counting? It was nice. It was nice. 81 degrees. Yeah, missed that today. <laughs> but uh, And heading out to the West Coast in Canoga Park, I believe, in California, we have Carrie Oster with Spectral Illusions, our newest sponsor. Carrie, are you with us? I am. Hello. Good to talk to you. It is always good to talk to you. I normally see you at Midsummer Scream doing your thing out there with some really cool stuff. But um, we also want to bring in our regular host to discuss things with our new sponsors. Unfortunately, Storm is under the weather and unable to make it tonight. We wish him a speedy recovery. But we do have from Cincinnati, Meat Hook Jim. I'm excited to talk about this. You know, new, new uh, sponsors are always a good thing. And what a platform to really get their product out there. You know, the Roundtable of Terror. Cannot disagree with that. And somebody who uses at least one of our sponsors' products over in Fayetteville, Arkansas, we have Jonna, a.k.a. The Old Crone. How are you? I'm good. I'm currently working on um, some new elixirs to fight this uh, this plague that is at us again. 
My name is Drew Badger in Charlotte, North Carolina, where it is currently eh, a bone chilling 58 degrees. So, you know, winter is coming, folks. So be prepared. But let's talk to our new sponsors. Um, Many of you have known Patrick and VFX Creates for many, many years, always has a very prominent spot at Transworld. You've probably seen their boxes where things jump out at you or run around, or you've seen the, the puppets that cling to you and make all kinds of scary and spooky noises or not, depending on what kind of puppet you buy. But Patrick, tell us a little bit about VFX Creates, how it came to be, and a little bit about more of what you do. Thanks, Drew. Uh, let's see how it came to be. I've always been, uh, since I was in grade school, uh, I've always been making monsters and uh, made got into making masks and selling them through stores through high school and actually making masks uh, and, and paying my way through college. Uh, and from there, got wrapped up in some haunted houses in the St. Louis area, creating a ton of different uh, scenes as scenic designer and creating hundreds of corpses and monsters and everything for area haunts. Then started designing and building and running haunts in the St. Louis area. And this is all in the 90s. And then got out of that and took a break from that and actually tried to get into some television production stuff and did special effects for some indie films and uh, actually shot a a full-length feature crazy movie myself and then um, got back into the haunt stuff when my corporate job uh, ended and they had nothing else for us so I'm like hey and I had just watched, uh, I was watching Making Monsters with uh, the awesome Distortions folks on there and was truly inspired and got a booth at Transworld and um, made a puppet, a zombie puppet, and took it in. And it was kind of crappy and the idea was there and uh, we sold some and went back and uh, spent months redesigning everything, testing all these different foams and everything until I finally made a, a, an actual product and shipped those out. And the people that got them based on the prototypes uh, were emailing me and texting me going, oh my God, these are amazing. This is amazing. You just blew me away. And we came back the next year. We had five different puppets at Transworld and it just went through the roof and that was 10 years ago and we have been doing it ever since. Uh, I pulled uh, Doug Schaefer in who is uh, my lead artist and designer here. He is completely incredible uh, spewing ideas constantly, just very incredible artists. He does all the painting and uh, we collaborate on many ideas and, we're constantly coming up with new products because uh, that's what's every that's at every show. Everybody wants to see what's new and we have a lot of things on our drawing board. We can't even get to because we're so busy uh, and we, I feel very lucky that this has been my full-time job for 10 years now and uh, we're still going strong. 
Congratulations on your 10 year anniversary. That's awesome. Thank you. Why puppets? I mean, was, did you think that there was just like a lack of puppets in the haunt industry or what, was it just something you, you saw like in a movie where were you a fan of like the puppet master movies and thought, you know what the haunt industry needs puppets. I tell you what the, uh, I had this conversation with uh, Kevin Alvey of Gorgalore after I came out with the, the puppet because he, he, he said, I can't believe I didn't think of that. <laughs> and uh, Kevin's got some incredible creations and puppets and stuff that he does. And I, uh, my love of puppets goes back to when I was a kid with, you know, all the Jim Henson stuff. And uh, one, one that got me when I was a kid was on, and this is gonna, really going to date me the uh, the hudson brothers show i don't know if anyone listening remembers or knows the hudson brothers rod hull and the emu yeah oh god that that was australian emu and it was just like (laughs) that when i was a kid i watched that and i thought that was so hilarious and my mom helped me make one for halloween and that's what i was for halloween with my fake australian emu and we had it was just hilarious and uh and then come up to like uh, 20, 2010, uh, 2011, whatever it was, going to the, uh, you know, I, I had had this zombie idea for years and in my sketchbook. And I went to the Transworld show as a attendee and I walked through the show looking and I could not believe that that wasn't in there somewhere. And so I'm like, okay, I guess this is my opportunity. And so I made a, put a puppet together and uh, took it in. And that's, you know, the rest is history. And we've, we've now, I think we're past 30 different uh, characters and puppets. And we've got a bunch of the lunging line that Doug came up with and uh, our crate creatures. And then there's the, the bungee line that, that uh, Doug also came up with, which has been a huge hit too. That's the, uh, the monster heads on a rope or on a, yeah. on a bungee cord. Yeah. What, how does that work? Uh, I've seen that in action, but the, for people who don't know. Yeah. The, the bungee cord goes around your wrist and it's got a little thing. You can tighten it up a little bit so you can, you can basically, toss a head at people and scare them, startle them. And it bounces back and you catch it. So, and it's, we've had, uh, we've had some of the haunt actors that just uh, have given us testimonials on video, just saying, this is, this is by far their, their favorite prop to use to scare and startle people ever. (laughs) That's, that's tremendous. And your props are, are, Primarily for the uh, queue line, right? Yeah, you know, it started out with uh, um, just doing a zombie puppet that you could use in your haunt. And it slowly, you know, talking to customers and coming up with different ways to use them. Uh, and now it's like I really pushed the whole thing of um, it's uh, promote, entertain, and scare. And because you can take our our, our products are versatile enough to use in your haunt, go entertain your queue line and then go out to other events and in parades because they get so much attention and promote. And I've had so many 
uh, customers come back and just say, um, just rave about, oh my gosh, we took this out to this event and we were swamped that weekend and we we're asking people how they heard of us. And it was like, we saw you with that puppet and uh, at this event. So it does work. And I'm really, we just got a, uh, an incredible testimonial from a home haunter. And he, I'm, I'm talking to my webmaster now because we're putting something together to kind of showcase this, his video testimonial. Because he, he bought, he actually splurged and got a, uh, we have the haunt business bundles, which is um, a bunch of stuff. And you save 20% when you buy this big, big bundle of stuff. And they, he and his wife are home hunters and they're really into it. And he, they went ahead and they got the bundle. And then when they got the bundle uh, delivered, they took one of the puppets uh, to the next town over and there was a street fair going on. And he walked around, they walked around the street fair with a puppet handing out their coupons. And he said that weekend, they normally do like 300 people. They did like over a thousand people the first night at their home haunt. And he said his wife was out there asking people and everybody was saying, we saw you at that event with that puppet. And he said the, for the whole weekend they did, I think he said they did over 3000 people, which helped them uh, to where they're going to take the next step and rent a building and go pro. So that kind of blew my mind when he told me this story, but that's, it makes me feel good that uh, our products can be that effective for people. And I've had, I've had experiences where uh, we went down to Netherworld and uh, we got the tour um, and the, uh, we were back in the, uh, uh, the makeup area and an actor comes running in and he goes, I heard, uh, I heard the creators of the uh, um, Psycho the Clown are here. <laughs> and we're like, hi. And he's like, oh, my God. And he comes up and he shakes our hands. He's just like so excited to meet us. And he goes, I can't tell you how much fun we have with Psycho out of the queue line. It is just, it's brilliant. <laughs> and that really made my day. And just, just to hear stuff like that and how much uh actors actually enjoy using the puppets and uh it's the it's the ones that really know how to use them and and to be effective with them and really have some fun which makes me feel like we've really accomplished something i've seen your puppets from haunts to from new york through the carolinas you know my old haunt scarewinds uses some of your stuff yeah. And, and so many haunts out there and they're just tremendous and, and very original. And, you know, I, you don't see it in no other company makes this stuff. I'm assuming you've got copyrights and patents on all these things. And it's, it's fascinating to uh, see a good actor with that thing work with one of those things working. It's, it's truly a work of art. Well, I, I got to chime in and say that, uh, when I, I worked the three nights I worked this year, which is the most I've done in like three years, um, I was working at Carnage Haunted House and they had one of your bungee props. Yeah. And I, I was working the queue line as well, but I was watching this guy work the line and he never failed to get a scare with that head. <laughs> That's great. 
it, it was. I mean, every time he'd throw it out there and people would just freak without fail. They're not little heads. I mean, they're, they're you know, life-size, full-size heads. So. Exactly. exactly. The size of a, someone throws something the size of a basketball at you, you're going to like freak out if you're not expecting it. But I found uh, out, it was I just found out, fun to watch. I found out the hard way. I was, uh, we we're, we we're actually out at the uh, Midsummer Scream show and uh, uh, David Marklin, uh, who runs the show, he always puts us up front because he knows how entertaining we can be. And I'm up there and I grab one of the bungee heads and I'm doing the bungee and this, these two ladies walk by with drinks and I didn't even think about it. And I did the bungee and this lady threw her drink in the air and Doug's standing there and he goes, yeah, don't, don't do that to people with drinks. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, that's great. Now I've seen the bungee uh, heads, but I've not ever felt them. Are they soft enough that if you do accidentally hit somebody with them, it's not going to hurt them? Yeah, we actually tested it on each other in the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that would have been fun to watch. (laughs) Uh, Maybe we'll do a video of that. That's a good idea. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, But yeah, it's kind of like a, almost like a, I would compare it to a football or a soccer ball. They're... They're latex and then foam filled. So um, if you got, if you accidentally got hit with it, it would be like, you know, somebody hitting you with a soccer ball or something like that. Almost the consistency of those red rubber balls. Everybody played dodgeball with. Yeah. So if you've ever played dodgeball and taken one to the head, well, there you <laughs> go. So, but speaking of midsummer scream, somebody we see that vends out there, pretty much every year is of course spectral illusions and carrie tell us a little bit about it you know we we sometimes do brief interviews you know four or five minute interviews about what your new stuff is but again how did spectral illusions come to be and what are some of the products that you have and all that good stuff well our background is not that different from patrick's um i moved to los angeles like most wide-eyed 20 somethings to be in the industry, uh, as, as did my husband, Rob, um, he worked in visual effects for 20 plus years, um, before we started the company and I was in it for a little over 10. Um, I worked mostly on set on independent things. I was a coordinator. I was a camera assistant. I, you know, I kind of just bounced around, um, departments until I hit my mid twenties and discovered that air conditioning is really nice. So I started learning um, visual effects also. And then, you know, a couple of things happened, but Rob and I got married. And basically when my daughter was born, she was about four months old. This is the time that we just, we chose to start a company because that makes perfect sense when you're sleep deprived with a, you know, an an infant. Um, But, you know, we had, we had done a couple, we actually did projection mapping at our wedding. It was the first projection mapping we ever did. And, you know, we created some Halloween stuff for our house, just, you know, to map a little ghost bride in our living room and, you know, nothing super actually, well, actually I shouldn't say it's not involved. It was actually quite involved. There were multiple effects all in one, uh, one scene, but we started thinking when we were working with a home haunt out here called house at haunted Hill, which is, just an unbelievable home haunt. Um, they 
we started, you know, we pitched in and helped them out with some of their projections. I'm like, you know what? I, I kind of feel like people might actually pay for something if we created stock effects. So um, Rob had a series of ideas and we came up with six effects. And honestly, we went into it, you know, because kind of like Patrick, you know, he was, he had just, he was a freelancer. So he had just finished up a job. He had some free time and between the, that and the next job. And it was like, well, why not just put something out there? It's, you know, it's, it would do it as a digital download. So not a lot of overhead. And if it makes a mortgage payment, we'll be happy. And it's just a little fun side item that we could do, you know, and then See, that was around July of what, 2011. Yeah, no, no, sorry, 2012. Um, and that following January, um, we got a, or we uh, actually probably, yeah, following winter regardless, um, we got a call from Pleasurewood Hills, which is a theme, theme park in the UK. I don't know if anyone's, it's small, but it's, uh, it's been around for quite a while. And they wanted to do, uh, they wanted to make the scariest ride in the country. Um, so we obliged them and we came up, you know, we helped them design the whole ride. We created a bunch of projection effects. It was, it was called Hobbs Pit. Unfortunately, it is, it was too scary and it, it did not stick around uh, for, it stuck, it was there about, I think, four or five years. Um, but we helped them out with that. And that was a nice big project. I'm like, you know what, maybe this could be our full-time gig. So we just, we never looked back. We, you know, bring out a few new effects every year. Um, we also do uh, projection mapping for, um, for events and locations. Um, we, in fact, we're working on one right now for a private home, which is actually surprisingly the, uh, probably the biggest project we've ever worked on. Um, so it's, it's pretty intense uh, for a Christmas show, actually. Though so Rob is like, wait, you want me to work on Christmas? That's not scary. But um, so we, we started doing, you know, projection mapping on the side and to fill in, you know, to fill in the gaps and going to shows. And so now we have 33 stock effects. Um, they are all ready to loop. Uh, high definition sound, all the sound effects. Uh, the last few years, we've been focusing more on like backgrounds because you know it's you. Not everybody has a thirty acre theme park, you know, in their backyard when they want to do a creepy clown haunt. So, you know, we we allow that to happen. Um, we create. Uh, it's you know, there's atmospherics, there's scenes, there's characters. Um, all ready for download. The most expensive is $25. The least is, is 10 um, for some of our older uh, characters. And so we like to keep it, you know, affordable for the average person, home haunts, haunted attractions. Um, you know, they've from the smallest, you know, I just want to throw something up on my, on my front door or my garage door to something that's like, you know, super, integrated sort of like uh, I know Jana said she used uh, our haunt rules this past year and you know so it's telling you the rules of the haunt so you don't have to put it on a on a sign and people actually pay attention when a crazy character you know is making jokes about it so um, yeah so that's kind of how we started we 
the last about was it last year we started licensing our effects to a really great projector company named AXA. Uh, they're based in Irvine. Very, it's a small business, but it's they have some really great projectors. They're tiny. One of them is actually battery powered. Um, and so we've licensed preloaded uh, our effects to be on their preloaded pro- uh, Halloween projectors. And uh, we have USBs. So if you, you know, don't, if you want to have a preloaded USB instead of downloading them yourself, uh, you know, you can save a little bit of money if you're doing it that way. Um, and then you get a free USB with it too. So yeah. Um, yeah, we just kind of, wherever, wherever Rob's brain goes, which goes in some pretty weird directions sometimes. And, you know, he, he thinks, epically and globally and I have to bring it back down to reality sometimes mm-hmm. but when you have projection effects that's kind of the beauty of it you can make something super epic for people like myself who are pretty computer illiterate what exactly is a projection effect and, and so, projection mapping and and all these other big words and I'm like uh, I know some of these words but <laughs> I don't know how they work together so the uh, starting with projection effect, it's literally just a video file. It is a high definition video file. You stick it on a media player on your projector, um, sorry, on your computer, um, run it off of your Apple TV or whatever. It's, it's literally just an MP4 video file designed to loop. So you plug it in and you, and you go, um, you can put it on a TV with a projector onto any surface. Um, you can put it on like a scrim or a screen so you can, you know, see through and have things behind it. Um, one of my dear friends just projected our waking the dead. Um, he's a groundbreaker skeleton on her front door this year because she got one of those giant 12 foot tall skeletons that, you know, that swept the world this year. And she wanted a projection to go along with it. I'm like, well, why don't you put waking the dead? He can tell you to get off your lawn. So nobody will come and and mess with your 12 footer, you know? <laughs> so um, that's, that's the most basic use of a projection effect. Um, one like the haunt rules is just, and some of them are designed specifically for a television so that you literally just put it on a thumbstick into your computer or into your straight into your TV and it will, and you can play it directly off of that. Um, so you can, you know, use it in a variety of ways. But yeah, that's, that's the most, um, the easiest way to use it. Projection mapping is something that we do on a custom level. Um, we will create, it's, it's a model of a building or a surface that you can then change with the use of a projection. So a couple of months ago, we actually participated when, um, with a company that projection mapped the Hollywood sign. So we could change the color of it. We could make it, you know, fold in on itself. We can make different things happen on it. Like if a build, if you, you know, project onto a building, you can make the entire building crumble and then rebuild itself or have windows that spin around. Um, we've, you know, had dinosaurs leaping up a hotel once. So, you know, there've been some, you can, it's, it's creating alternate realities. So, which actually leads into which the other thing that we do, because that isn't enough, um, we're create, we create virtual reality experiences, which I, Rob will get mad at me for not mentioning that first. Um, but 
we are almost ready to release a game called Happy Funland, which is about a two to three hour virtual reality experience. Just, you know, when you're in your goggles, PC based, because it's, it's pretty graphics heavy. Um, but it is a theme park that was built by, we like to call him the anti-wall. He, um, he just wanted to make some extra cash because he heard about that Walt Disney guy who made a bunch of money and he had some swamp land in South Florida. So he built a theme park on it and it's cheap and, you know, he didn't spend a lot of money in it. And, and um, I think we might be about to hear some Christmas music behind us because Rob's working behind me. But um, so that is, you explore this abandoned, creepy, haunted theme park. Cool. Yeah, I, I believe at mid, Midsummer Scream, the last time when you were in the dark zone, I believe you were yes. running that. That yes. was very disturbing. So you finally got that almost completed, it sounds like. Yes, it is. It has been a long haul because it's, you know, the company is literally just the two of us. That's it. So whenever we have to stop and, you know, make a living. It, it takes a little of the time away from, from that, but that is, um, it's, it's kind of a passion project. It's, it's, I think it's going to be really cool. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fun project. I don't know where your hairbrush is. Oh. Sorry. My daughter's coming in. <laughs> so, Jonna, how did you, how, Jonna, how did you use their products at Banshee Manor this year? Well, like she said, I did the rules um, because I have a sign, but of course, no one really reads the sign. And what I've had to do in the past is my, what I call my gatekeeper or my door greeter, you know, would go through the rules. She would get tired of having to say it 50 gazillion times. People typically don't listen. She'd lose her voice, you know, things like that. So whenever I saw this, I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. So the most difficult thing was me allowing myself to cut a big hole in one of my walls to mount the TV. The rest of it was painless. I downloaded it. Um, I, I purchased it off the website, got a digital download. I downloaded that um, onto a thumb drive. Um, like I said, I cut a hole out of the wall and I actually put a, a uh, I guess kind of like a door on hinges that I was able to lift that and protect the TV during off hours because my haunt is in a, a family fun park. So I didn't want anybody messing with the TV um, when we weren't open. So I had that padlocked and I had um, advertising, you know, our hours and stuff on the door. And then whenever we brought the door down, I had advertising for the kid event that we were doing. Um, but yeah, just, you know, she, we did the virtual uh, queue line. So whenever it was time for people to come up, she, she like, okay, um, we're going to have you listen to some rules. And she turned that on and they would actually stand there and actually listen. And they were entertained and they would giggle at it and laugh at it at all the appropriate times. And um, then whenever that was done, she'd say, do you have any questions? She would mention the few things that weren't included on that because it's a very basic thing. But um, we have a couple little extra things because we are a, an interactive font. And then she lets them go. And I think the guests loved it. She loved it. I loved it. It was really great. Um, the, the thing I really appreciated is the fact I have a medieval haunt and it's really difficult to find things that are medieval themed. 
and this little guy is a pirate and technically not medieval, but he was close enough. He worked and he, he was great. I do want to remind you, you are listening to the round table of terror here on the big scary show. We are talking to our newest sponsors, spectral illusions and VFX creates along with our regular co-host. We're going to take a very short break to listen to yet another sponsor and we'll be right back. Are you looking for a comprehensive ticketing solution for your haunted attraction? HauntPay has the answer. We skip the features you don't need and focus on the ones you like, such as timed ticketing and repeat time slots, variable ticket types, bundle and combo tickets, social media discounts, and now featuring all-in-one options including managing your tickets online and at the door, as well as upselling and managing your merchandise and concessions with a comprehensive report on everything at the end of the night. Head on over to hauntpay.com and get started in 60 seconds for free. And we're back to the round table of terror talking with our newest sponsors, VFX Creates and Spectral Illusions. We have Patrick Voss out in St. Louis, Carrie Oster out in the SoCal area, Canoga Park, actually. And uh, Jonna, I know you have used some of Spectral Illusions products, but I believe you had a question during the break that you wanted to bring up. I've got a question about the scrim. Is it, is it good? If you've got a dark area that's already blocked out pretty much and you want your projection to look up good, do you need to do a scrim for it to project on or can you just go ahead and project it on that black wall? So when, you, when you're projecting light onto a surface, your darkest color is going to be the black and whatever, the, whatever white light hits it is going to be your white. So if you project onto a black surface, it's going to suck up a bunch of light. It's probably going to look good as long as you have a bright enough projector. But you want it's it's it pops more if you have a lighter um, fabric. I kind of like to stick to sort of a middle gray because then you're splitting the difference. You're getting the darkness so that you can hide it a little bit better, but you still get the poppiness of, of your uh, brightest whites. Um, you can use scrims. Um, which, you know, you can buy rear projection material. Actually, we frequently carry a, um, a semi-transparent screen, which is also uh, from AXA, um, that you can see through. You can set a whole scene behind you and project front or rear onto that surface. And so you can have, you know, more layers. Um, but we, you know, just a regular screen is, you know, a white screen is what's gonna pop the best. Um, a black screen is what hides the best. So you got to kind of find your middle ground for whatever fits in your scene. That makes sense. Uh, Patrick, um, I know we just saw each other at IAPA. How was the show for you? Did, um, did people come up to you and say, oh my God, these are the coolest things or, you know, oh my God, what are these things? Cause you not only had a, gnarly charlie who was your i guess your newest puppet out there but you also had a, a crate with uh, some kind of a strange animal in it that was making a lot of weird noises <laughs> it's our new our new uh crate creature pepe the chimp he, he's uh he can be pretty noisy um uh you know i heard my favorite uh compliment that i've ever heard when we go to shows 
And it, it really means a lot when we're at a show like IAPA and someone walks up and says, and looks at all of our stuff and goes, this is the best thing I've seen today. And I'm like, thank you very much. <laughs> Have a catalog. Um, of course we had, you know, us, we, we, you know, I, I tell, I told Doug, Hey, we're going to, our focus is to have fun. You know, I don't care about sales. We focus on fun because when I think it's part of it, when people see you having fun, it attracts them and uh, they want to have fun too. And um, uh, so we strive to have fun at the booth and we had, uh, we had gnarly Charlie who is actually uh, our putrid Pete new zombie puppy. He's, zombie puppy zombie puppet uh that was uh uh he's extreme which means he's got very emaciated and uh he's got new hands and feet that are really gross and exposed spine and shoulder ripped out and stuff like that and of course doug took him like he does with every puppet and turned it into an awesome clown puppet uh gnarly charlie our new rodeo clown puppet who is a little crazy and um, it kind of like rides you like you're, you're a buck and Bronco and screams like he's having a, having a blast. I think you were telling me that uh, you had a couple guys from Texas come up and comment on him. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that was Doug. I don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah. They said, Oh my God, it's a rodeo puppet. <laughs> maybe it was doug who told me that but it was uh pretty cool because I've, I've never seen a rodeo clown yeah. use in a haunt and i would think in a place like texas that would that would go oh. over very very well so you know i do remember those guys now that you say that because they were talking about that they were from texas and they had a haunt down there hey oh, speaking there. of screaming tell me about your banshee box is that part of the um the puppets is that just the mechanism or is that something completely separate uh the banshee box is actually a uh it's uh, a crate if you haven't seen it it's a crate and it's got a uh the front has plexiglass so you can see inside and it's got leds inside to light it up and it looks like it's empty this blood splattered empty box this crate that you're carrying around and it's got sound effects and it's got ghost sound effects and some creepy music. And then when you pull it open, uh, a banshee, lighted banshee head pops out um, and scares the heck out of people. And we I don't remember posing for that. You don't? <laughs> no. There, there had been drinking involved. <laughs> you probably don't remember. Probably. <laughs> now, now I do remember Patrick. Whenever I interviewed you last uh, Trans World, you guys had a voice distortion thing that was really cool. Was it the uh, uh, the voice shifter? Yes, that's it. Yes, and the uh, that is actually kind of on the shelf right now because of COVID and the um, the whole lack of uh, chips. That we've been oh, going yeah. and okay. uh, the developer that uh, is Greg Graves and um, uh, he basically is I, th I don't know if he's redesigning it to be so that we can he can use other more readily available chips or what 
I just kind of touch base with him now and then to, to check to see what's going on with that, because I still have a lot of people asking for it. And I'm like, it's, we're hoping that it's going to come out back out this year or next year, I should say. So if somebody's going to be looking for that at Transworld, they, they, we can give them a heads up here that supply issues may prevent that from happening, huh? Yeah, especially, yeah, it's not going to, that the best, I always tell people go to our website and um, register to get our email updates and to, to keep up with new products and any kind of specials we're having and stuff and like that. Patrick, one of the things I, I like about IAPA is that it's, it's not just haunted houses like Transworld. It's everything. It's every amusement park kind of thing you can imagine. Yeah. And I noticed you didn't necessarily, you brought Pepe, but you didn't necessarily bring some of your not so scary puppets because don't you have puppets that have interchangeable heads like a scarecrow that can be converted from something scary to something less scary? Yeah, that's that's we only have the one, the creepy cob goblin uh, that you can take his head off and put on a uh, the uh, family friendly. Um, oh, my gosh, I forgot his name. <laughs> the family friendly scarecrow <laughs> who I can't think of right now. <laughs> I've been I've been dealing with covid man. Get off my back. <laughs> we'll forgive you okay but do you only have like physically one or just like one style because i think something like that would go over very well at iapa with all the you know family fun amusement centers and and other people you can have like maybe mascots or something that you could use as a puppet that's not necessarily you know scary and spooky and and screaming at you all the time yeah we brought um uh, I know one thing that we have done really well there is our um, dinosaur, crate creature dinosaur puppets. Um, those go really well. And I never knew how many uh, safari places there are in the UK until I started selling through IAPA. And it's just amazing. They must have one on it. You know, like it must be like a Walgreens over there you know, on every block. There must be a safari place. But the, uh, we have done that. And I think this time I was like, we've been, we have been so busy this year and, um, um, I just wanted to try to keep it simple and I wanted to bring our new, new puppets, uh, and, uh, the good old Banshee box was always gets lots of attention and, uh, just direct people to our website. I only brought, you know, like so many catalogs and we ran out of catalogs the first day. Wow. And then we ran out of business cards and then we were handing out pens with our logo and website. on. Them. So it was a good show. <laughs> it was that, a that's a bucket list show for us. We, we need to, we need to get, make our way to Orlando for, for that you, one of these days. You guys would, I think with the right setup, you would, go crazy there that's you with your products and i was i was on your website looking at all your products and i was just blown away well thank you thank you so much yeah it's um you know i i don't understand how rob's mind works these things just come (laughs) 
flying out of it. And I'm like, I don't understand that. And then he shows it to me. I'm like, well, obviously, you know, he just, he, you know, when he was a kid, he, uh, his dad made commercials in Northern Illinois for, you know, regional type stuff. And he started what he loved watching movies and discovered the wonders of Rick Baker and started doing some, you know, makeup effects when he was a kid. And that was his goal until he got to art school and someone showed him a video of what can happen with um, visual effects and what you can do with a computer and, you know, the different worlds. It's, it's, it's all very linear when you, when you know, you're like, well, gee, how did you jump from this to this? But it, it all is deep in the mind of Rob Oster. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a wonderful place and a little scary at times. but yeah he he just comes up with these amazing ideas and i mean when he shows me something i'm like i i don't know how you did that i'm i'm impressed and if i weren't married to you i would probably buy it (laughs) (laughs) well i saw i was i saw the dinosaur one you you said you guys did for that building oh my gosh that was amazing i mean that was just a test that that never actually ended up happening but that was a test we did for a hotel in arizona you just use at IAPA, you just need a big a video wall with yeah. some of these going and it's just just amazing. Just it's you know, real- the, the, the trick is making it dark enough, which is why we were frequently uh, when we did go to Trans World, is that's why we were always in the dark zone. But when you're competing against, you know, screaming animatronics, sometimes people don't turn. So uh, you know, uh, it, it, uh, Midsummer Scream, we've been on, on the main floor and we just bring a big tent. The, that's, that's honestly, that's the biggest stumbling block for travel at yeah. shows is getting the giant tent there because it, it costs more to ship it than it does to buy it new. So, yeah. you know, it's, um, we upgraded to a 10 by 20 tent at Midsummer Scream this year. So that was, that was fun. It was, you know, we gave us so much more real estate and that's something, you know, having a a big wall where people can see everything is, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool way to, uh, to get eyes on it. Yeah. Just, just keep in mind too, there's a lot of kids that run around. So, you know, you were talking about something being too scary at a, at a park in the UK. Uh, You might not want to bring that one. If you ever display something on the wall, because there were a lot of kids running around, which was very surprising. But I guess, you know, I guess if you're going to test out amusement park rides and games and things like that, you, you've got some great testing some willing objects right there. So, you know, don't forget your family friendly stuff, I guess. Is, no, is one honestly, you ever go. <laughs> most everything we our stock effects tend to be fairly family friendly. Um, there's two that when my daughter slash social media manager. Um, when she was small, she'd leave the room when these two particular effects came on. One is Ghost of Prudence Prim, which is our ghostly librarian. And the other one is Creepy Peepers. And both of them are just very intense jump scares. Everything else has an element of humor. It's, you know, it, it has a scare. It's, it's you know, it, they're not, you know, vanilla. They're not boring. But you can make them family friendly in a lot of ways. Like waking the dead is this crotchety old skeleton that 
you know, you woke him up from his nap and he wants you to stay off of his lawn, you know? So that's another one of those brilliant things with Rob. He's just, he has an amazing sense of humor that he, he just comes up with it somehow. And I kind of can't stop laughing sometimes. So probably wouldn't recommend happy fun land at IAPA. No, no, that one's probably not. (laughs) That's, that's not really our, our, our core audience. No, no, I wouldn't think so. Any uh, questions from the hosts at this point? What uh, new products are you guys, are you going to give us any hints on any new products coming out this year? I don't have any hints yet because usually around May or so, I'm like, Rob, we need to get some new stuff out in time for Midsummer Scream or whatever, you know, next, the next show is going to be. And he's like, got it. And he goes to work and then these amazing things come and, I'm, you know. <laughs> And that's where I go. And that's where the magic happens. That's where the magic happens. It's all inside the wonderful brain of Rob Oster. You were mentioning Christmas a little while ago. Do you do any kind of creepy Christmas? Because there's so many haunts now that do off-season things for Valentine's Day, Christmas, St. Patrick's, and otherwise. That has actually been something that I've been pushing for the last couple of years. Um, But... The wonderful world of uh, the wonderful brain of Rob Oster, unless he gets his brain totally wrapped around something, it's, you know, he's, 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 it's, it's fermenting in there. <laughs> Actually, though, for my, uh, my daughter had a, a spooky house event at her school this past year and it got canceled in October. And so we were trying to have it in uh, for uh, Bloody Valentine and that got canceled. And so we ended up doing halfway to Halloween. And I think we had, it was probably six or seven projectors going in this, uh, in this walkthrough haunt that we built. I got to say it was probably better that it was in April because I get kind of busy in October, (laughs) but you know. How about you, Patrick, anything you can tease us with that might be coming out at trans world? Well, sure. (laughs) Um, uh, One of the artists that I, uh, reach out to and have sculpt for us is Kent Kidwell. And, uh, he did our, um, our amazing, um, Ambrose, the vampire sculpt, and also, uh, our, um, uh, new were- Wolfman and Lon Wolfman. And, um, uh, he is now, um, doing a bat puppet for us and, uh, he's doing all the sculpting and, uh, molds and everything and i'm hoping that uh i can get that all in time so that I t- we can cast it and paint it and work out all the details because it's going to be this like giant bat that's on you attacking you with wings and everything and uh it's so far i mean he sent me some sketches that just kind of blew me away and i'm like yes let's do that <laughs> that is really cool <laughs> When you have and, an amazing creative mind, you just got to jump. Yeah. Whatever you say. <laughs> and uh, the, it's, you know, what's wonderful is uh, having this like pool of creative minds and sculptors and everything out here that I'm friends with that I can go, Hey, I got this idea and I can bounce it off of one of them and, you know, or collaborate with them. And, um, Cause I, I'm limited. I'm like, I, I don't, I can kind of sketch, but, and I can pretty much sculpt, 
I'm kind of like, I can do almost everything pretty good, but then I've got these guys that are like, like Kent is an incredible sculptor and idea guy and details. And, um, you know, and Doug, you know, he's just all over the place with so many ideas. He, he, you know, he's kind of (laughs) crazy. And, um, there's a couple other people like, uh, uh, Polly Hawthorne who did our, uh, uh, she used to work here at the studio and, uh, she did the sculpt, uh, of putrid Pete. And all I did was feed her a bunch of reference photos I found and said, and just like guided her said, this is what I want. And she was very excited to sculpt the zombie and he turned out awesome. And I'm very excited that, uh, he did and he's doing well. And she's very excited. And uh, hopefully we can just keep keep going and these guys can, I can keep feeding these guys work and they can keep feeding me really cool sculpts and stuff to make awesome products that entertain and scare and, uh, and help haunters succeed. And uh, so, 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 so far, so good. It's been fun. Do either of you do custom work? Yes, absolutely. That's uh, what we're working on right now. It's the, the Chris, if it's Christmas, it's probably custom. Um, but we've done custom work for theme parks, for private homes, for um, corporations. So yeah, um, we, you know, we like, we can work within budgets, but you know, it's, it, it's not going to be $25 for a video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we. I'm, I'm sure not. <laughs> we used to do uh, custom work, and until it got to the point where I just, it was taking so much of my time to get the custom work done that I was letting you know all these other things go, and that they were piling up. So I just finally got to the point where I'm like, okay, I, I'm done with custom work. Let's let's focus on our products and developing new products. Because custom is, it's tough and you're, you're trying to please someone and they know exactly what they want. That's, that's the other thing. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, sometimes when I was doing custom work, sometimes I could get it and sometimes I couldn't. And it was very frustrating at times working on stuff that in my head, I knew how I was going to do it. And then it didn't turn out right. And I'm like, I got to go back and redo it and redo it and redo it. And it just drives me insane. So I'm just like, okay, I've had enough of that. What would you say is your most popular product, Patrick and Carrie? If I go first, Sally Sally has been, Sally Zombie was our first puppet. And she has always been uh, one of our most popular puppets probably because uh, we use her at the shows a lot. And, uh, and then future Pete, like I said, future Pete was kind of the showstopper at trans world this past, this past season. And the, uh, um, cause he was, he just turned out really good. And of course the Banshee box, like I said, just that stops people in their, in their tracks and scares the heck out of them. 
I guess all the videos you see of the Transworld walkthroughs, you either see a video of Sally Zombie or the Banshee box on pretty much every video out there. Oh, for sure. So. Um, I think our most popular has uh, this past year has been um, Ghostly Gathering. Uh, it's actually four of our most popular ghosts in one they cycle through. Um, but Haunted House Ride has been a perennial favorite. It's is actually one that we came up with for Transworld. We uh, wanted to have something interesting on that big back wall. So Rob created this dark ride through a haunted house and you got to see all of our effects you know, around and he built this big, beautiful haunted house and um, all the in interiors and you go down into dungeons. And it's uh, about a two and a half minute video. It, we didn't, you know, we were, Focusing on projections, something that you could put into an effect, but, you know, into a, into a room, but people kept saying, can I buy that one? I'm like, oh, um, no, because we've got custom stuff in there that we contractually cannot sell to you. But we came home and we took out the, the, the contractually uh, problematic parts and released um, Haunted House Ride. And it has, it's honestly, that one works great. Just if you just want to stick something on your TV during um, Halloween party you know it's it's just something that's it's fun to look at any other questions from the hosts before we start winding this down I, I wanted to make a comment to Patrick and it's and it goes back to Sally um, I, I love the fact that uh, Tom at uh, Von Caron Productions has one and he made her made his own uh, straight jacket for her yeah yeah Tom uh Tom's a big fan and we are a fan of his stuff. And he actually makes, <clears throat> excuse me. He actually makes our straight jackets for psych ward Sally. Okay, great. And, uh, I noticed that he brings his Sally, uh, and puts her in a straight jacket yep. at all the shows that he, uh, vends at and has her at the booth, which is awesome. Yep. Any, uh, any possibility, Patrick, of making a medieval puppet so that Jana can use that in her haunt? Oh, 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 please, please, please. <laughs> a puppet. We do have a dragon puppet. Maybe, maybe like a zombie court jester or something. Ah. Hmm. 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 Or, or you could take a or you could take a regular zombie and just dress it up like a court jester. Keep going. I'm adding, I'm writing these down. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> I'm holding out for the badger puppet. Nobody wants to see that. That, that falls under the too scary for TV. So. Uh, Patrick, any of your original VFX puppets, do any of those still exist? You said that first year, and then you went back and tweaked a bunch. Any of those still floating out there, or do you keep them in the studio or anything yeah. like that? Yeah, actually, uh, uh, we still have all five of them. Uh, Sally Zombie, Half Zombie Bob, and uh, the Cobb Goblin, and um, gosh, Psycho the Clown. Was that it? I think that was it. Was cool. there one more? There is actually a haunt near me that bought Psycho the Clown the first year you guys had it and still uses it every year. Wow. Which That's I think is a great testament to the durability of your, of your product. Thank you. I just had somebody uh, contact me that was that they bought a psycho the first year and uh, said that their sound system finally died. 
And I was like, wait, where was the sound system? And they told me, and I'm like, yeah, that was, that was our first one and uh, our original sound systems. And I was just blown away that it lasted that long. Mm. Pretty cool. Which is really great because haunters are not necessarily known for, let let me take that back. Haunt actors are not necessarily known for being really careful with equipment. Yeah. Owners are because we know how much it costs. Yeah. But the actors don't always, you know, put two and two together like, oh, this is expensive. Maybe I need to be careful with it. Yeah. That's what I, I always stress to my customers, you know, especially with like the boxes, the lunging boxes, put this in the right hands and instruct them, you know, like how to do it. And there's, we actually put, um, uh, we, we have a QR code on the back of the boxes now that you can scan and, and it takes you to a video and like how to, uh, lube them and, and so that they work properly and, how often you should do this and all these instructions on the back of the box. And um, I, I just hope that uh, I think for the most part, people, you know, do follow the instructions. We just got one. I think it's a Banshee box back that somebody got too close to a customer, scared the heck out of them. And I think they punched uh, the Banshee face and broke, you know, like broke the face. Oh, so. <laughs> Stay back five feet. <laughs> At least. Oh, man. Watch out for those punchers out there. Uh, I've run across plenty of those in my career. I can imagine. (laughs) Uh, Final question that I'll ask for Carrie. Um, What do you need in order to operate one of these? How How much or how many different pieces of equipment do you need? You say, you know, you have a digital download. So I download it to my computer. Then what? Do I need a separate projector do i need a sound system or even Uh, if i just buy a usb what do i need in order to get your stuff to work it kind of depends on how you want to use it you could download it onto your tablet and use it on a tablet you know we've actually used a tablet to create a pepper's ghost effect in certain situations for something small especially like our creepy peepers um because they're just creepy little eyeballs with you know with teeth um but Simplest terms, once you download the video, you need the video, you need something to play it on, and you need something to play it with. So a wall, a garage, a scrim, a screen, um, you can get as fancy or as simple as you like on that. Um, The play it on, you can play it off of a computer, like directly, you know, you might combine two of those things, like your tablet might be your play it on and play it with. Um, there's actually a media player that we recommend. You can buy on Amazon for $40. It has a little remote on it. It works just like a DVD player of, of old, if anybody rem- remembers how to work a DVD player anymore. Um, and you plug that directly into your TV or projector. And you know, for the TV ones, we have some that are haunted portraits. Um, we have our haunted house ride and sometimes even uh, like a TV, if you plug in a USB, it'll play directly off of that. Um, and if you want to make it big, you want to go with the projector. So you can go as simple as our newest uh, HP3 um, projector, which is $120 with six effects on it. Or you can go big with, you know, like what we're using on this project, this custom project we're working on right now with a 4K $150,000 projector you can go 
it's rental. (laughs) (laughs) But you can go as big or as small as you want. Um, You know, it's seriously anywhere from, you know, like cell phone tablet to, you know, a 13 story hotel. Wow. Only limited by your imagination, I imagine. And your pocketbook. Yeah, that well, that too. (laughs) (laughs) Any final questions? Well, this is the part of the show we like to call the plugs. So for all those people who might be interested in either projections or puppets or bungee heads or any kind of really cool stuff that our very fine sponsors have been talking about for the past hour or so, let's start with Patrick. Um, Where can people see catalogs or videos or price lists or the entire line of everything that VFX creates with websites or social medias, et cetera. Our website is vfxcreates.com. We're at Facebook backslash or facebook.com backslash VFX creates. We're also on um, those other social media as VFX creates and uh, everything's on our website. And you can also, if you're on our website, you can register to uh, be on our mailing list. We actually do mail out catalogs, which we're working on right now for 2023. So if you'd like a catalog in the mail uh, for free, you can get on, get on our website and register for that. I assume you'll be in approximately the same space at Transworld? Yes, uh, 714 and 715. Excellent. That's that's almost as you walk in through the doors and kind of bear to the right, if I remember correctly. No, Somewhere in that general area. You're near the front. People will, will see you. You're going to be at Fear Expo too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we went to Fear Expo last year and I had I had uh, uh, low expectations and I, my expectations were surpassed the first day and we did, we actually did uh, way better than I expected at that show. And we are going back in March uh, It's beautiful convention center. The gang there at fear expo uh, is amazing. I mean, they helped us load in and load out and checked us during the show, gave us waters and, it's just it was a really nice show. And that's and, in March in Owensboro, Kentucky, correct? Yeah. And I will be attending that one. Excellent. So I will see you there, Patrick. All right, cool. Very nice. So vfxcreates.com. Carrie, how about you? Where can people see demonstrations or videos or product catalogs and all the different effects that Spectral Illusion is known for with websites and social medias. So our website is www.spectralillusions.com. Um, lots of verticals, L-I-L-L. You, you, you'll think you misspelled it, but you didn't. Um, so spectralillusions.com has all, you can order everything online there. Um, you can see our reels for custom things that we've done. You can learn more about our virtual reality experiences. You can even buy t-shirts. I know, I know Drew's been wanting a t-shirt. I got to hook him up with one. Um, So (laughs) we've got, uh, so that's, that's our website or, and we're also on Facebook and Instagram at spectral illusions. I'm on there right now. And 
I, I suggest everyone go to spectralillusions.com backslash effects and check out some of these amazing effects. They're truly just top notch, like Hollywood, you know, Disney, Disney, you know, top level stuff. Just amazing work. I love it. Thank you so much. That's, you know, that's kind of been our goal is to create something that is, you know, that is movie quality that is i mean that's 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 our background that's what we came from you know and now we get to bring that into people's homes and thank you i that is that makes that warms my heart <laughs> that made that made this all worth it it did it. the whole yeah that was the only <laughs> thing that made it worth it the only thing well of i'm course. a new customer i mean <laughs> <laughs> order some stuff <laughs> and you can always email us at info at spectralillusions.com if you ever have any questions and quite frankly, if you ever need help just figuring out what you want to do, you know, what you want to, I'm always happy to direct people in the right direction. You know, oh, I have this kind of haunt. I can, you know, say, well, these effects might be a good choice. So that's something where, you know, I, I, I'm annoyingly prompt about replying to, uh, to emails. Excellent. And of course, that is, once again is spectralillusions.com. Well, once again, folks, we hope we have helped you with your Christmas list this year, and we could not do this without them being our very wonderful sponsors. So we want to thank, once again, Patrick Voss of VFX Creates and Carrie Oster of Spectral Illusions for being such wonderful sponsors to The Big Scary Show. We hope this is the start of a very long and prosperous relationship on both ends, as well as all our other sponsors. For the Big Scary Show, you know, folks, this is the Christmas season and all of our sponsors have wonderful products and services that you should check out. So don't just fast forward through the commercials because we don't want you to. But anyway, we couldn't do this without our host. First of all, we want to wish Storm a speedy recovery. We hope he'll be back at the next show. So we're thinking about you. But we also want to thank Meat Hook Jim. Uh, you know, this has been really enlightening. It's great talking to our new sponsors. Uh, and I've been checking out the Spectral Illusions site as well. Uh, and VFX, because I, I, I keep looking at those puppets going, I want one. I, I want one too, but I don't have a haunt. But I might just have it for my office. Well, yeah. <laughs> but then I look, at, I look at Spectral Illusions stuff, it's like, you know, I do some little haunt stuff at the house. Maybe I could use one of these. And it's like, so it's like, oh, this is cool. I got, I can learn new stuff tonight. You, you could project that stuff over in the cemetery across the street. I do have a very large cemetery across the street from my house. Ooh. Set up, set up a couple of bed sheets. That would be freaking sweet. I'll bet. <laughs> but we also want to thank out in Arkansas, Jonna, AKA the old crone. Hey, I am I am a, a big fan of both of your products. Thanks, John. And get well, Storm. Thank <laughs> you. Definitely get well, Storm. My name is Drew Badger, and I, I just want to go out saying, you know, folks, support your ha- local haunts that are doing Christmas events and Krampus events over the next couple of weeks. You know, off-season haunts are very good. And one final crush question to Patrick. Why not a zombie rod hull and emu? 
mm. for, for one trans world down the road. While we ponder that, folks, this is the Roundtable of Terror here on The Big Scary Show. Hey, it's Patrick Voss here with VFX, VFXCreates.com. Wanted to thank the guys at the Big Scary Show for helping us be so successful in 2022. Looking for a prosperous 2023, and I hope all the haunts out there had a great year too. See you at Transworld. Transylvania Sir, Wolfman Max Chiller driving on the Big Scary Show.
Hello everybody, Drew Badger here. We're live down in Orlando, Florida at IAPA and we are walking up and down these many, many aisles here, putting in my steps every single day. And one of our great sponsors, the sponsor of the Roundtable of Terror, HauntPay, has a parent company called Passage Inc. And they are out here along with Alex Linebrink, who's got some cool display stuff going on out here. And he's also got some things that he might be bringing to Transworld to make Haunt Pay a better ticketing experience for your attraction. Alex, how you doing? I am great, Drew. How are you enjoying the show? Uh, this is my first time, and I am blown away. And by the way, thank you so much for making my trip to IAPA happen. You know, you emailed us and said if anybody went to the show, wants to uh, come down and see the show, you had passes. So thank you. This no is problem. this has been a delight. I know Sylvia Vile is out here, and and I've I've just had a grand time just seeing. I mean, I don't even know how to describe this. If you've been to Transworld, it'll blow you away. If you've been here, this blows me away. And I've been going to Transworld for many, many years, and, 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 and there's so much to do here, so much to see. Roller coasters to trash cans, as I say. But um, Passage Inc., all your ticketing needs and everything, I know you've got some new stuff that you'll be bringing to Haunt Pay to be uh, debuting at Transworld. What's going on? Absolutely. Uh, so we've got a few cool new things coming up this year. One is on the side of virtual queues. These things are going crazy. I honestly expected that virtual queues would die down a little bit after the pandemic, but it turns out they help make a better experience for both the attractions and for your fans. How well. do they, how do they do that? Well, they do that by eliminating the lines that you're waiting in. If you're in a virtual queue and waiting virtually and you're going to get a text message when the attraction is ready for your group, you're not frustrated by standing in line. You know, in the pandemic, it was unsafe or whatever. You know, if you were with, we're, we're going to be within six feet of somebody else. But now it's just uncomfortable and people don't like just standing there. Um, and the cool thing as an attraction, you want those people walking around because generally they're not spending money. You've when got concession stands they could be yeah. shopping and merchandise tables they could be looking That's at. It. You know, it's all about the you know the ching here. And and if they have to sit there and wait in line and be harassed by actors like myself, <laughs> you know they're they're not out there buying the popcorn and the hats and the t-shirts. You've got it. That's exactly it. So we're already seeing dollars per fan at the attractions go up because of uh, with uh, attractions that use these virtual queues. So that's a huge one. Satisfaction rates are going up from these customers. And we provide that entirely free for with HauntPay uh, to our clients there. So um, it's been there for a couple of years. We're making more and more improvements. We're actually adding a brand new boarding group system that will let you accept multiple people at the same time as one experience. This has been a really big requested feature, kind of like they do with like Rise of the Resistance at Disney World and things like that. So if but this will work better. So if you had like, <laughs> you know, you're out with five or six of your friends at the haunted house, you could say hi where group one two three or x or whatever could they do it as a group or is it you know all six people eight people ten people are just in a group that you assign them yeah and, and it definitely depends on the attraction right and how the attraction works but certainly right now you can combine multiple attractions into a group of people that want to go together but also we're adding in this experience where if the attraction wants to accept 50 people at a time that aren't necessarily grouped that's kind of what this boarding group feature okay. is and it makes sense at a lot at a lot of attractions we've got some that that do that and it works really well for the experiences that they're providing which might be more theatrical and aimed at creating that bigger experience there. Okay. 
And what else have you got coming down the pike? So number two, digital collectibles. We already announced this, but we're adding in a lot of functionality. So not only... On our show. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the first time we'd announced it, Drew. Yeah, it was absolutely it. And, uh, and yeah, so this is a thing that you can do. You can offer digital collectibles that are based on NFT technology. You don't need to understand all that. Just know that this is really cool stuff that you can put artwork there that's one of a kind. It could be one of one that's sold. And we can add utility onto that. So people can kind of feel like they're part of a, a special member, special VIP membership or something like that. If they own one of these digital collectibles, you could let them get into a special area of your attraction or a special online event, maybe a virtual you know, behind-the-scenes tour or something like that that adds value to these virtual digital collectibles and makes it so maybe somebody else might want to buy it for them. There's actually some resale value there. So I think that's really cool as That's well. almost like a really tight VIP experience plus, it sounds like. That is exactly what it's intended to be. We keep hearing fans say that they want to support these attractions. They want to support these events that they're fans of, but they kind of want something to show for it. They want a special experience that they wouldn't otherwise be able to get. And I think this is one of those ways that you can give that to their friends or your fans, give them that extra value without it really costing you that much more. Okay. And you said there was a third thing that you're doing. One more thing is that we're revamping all of our back end. This isn't as, as fun or flashy, right? But it's got to happen every so often. We have put together some incredible new designs on the back end to make it much easier to manage, much easier to view reports, much easier to save reports and get the data that you want. But also, you know, do the cool stuff with your events and see what features are available to add to your events and hopefully end up reaching more fans and selling more tickets. This okay, year. So, so nothing like flashy, flashy, hey, look at our new stuff. But you're, you're just making constant improvements to the site and making it more easily accessible, more family-friendly, more easily used for people like me who are technologically impaired and just overall improving the haunt pay experience. That's it. That's and and honestly, that's always been our goal to bring more features, bring more you know uh, uh, a polish to things over the time. And that's why attractions that start with us after they've been with us for at least two years, they double their sales on average with wow. us. So that's a cool fact. That's a, absolutely a true statement there, a true number. And and we're excited to bring more polish and hopefully more conversions, more sales for these folks. Yeah. Well, I assume we will see you at Transworld. Then you're going to be in your normal spot that we see you there year after year. Absolutely. We're keeping that spot right over towards the entry to the dark zone. We love that spot. It gets a little loud. <laughs> Fright Props has a lot of stuff going off right next to us, and it's a little rambunctious, but we love it, and, and we'll definitely be there exhibiting his haunt pay this time instead of uh, Passage, our non-haunted brand. So for people wanting more information, they want to hear about the NFTs or the virtual queues or everything, online ticketing that you guys have to offer, how do they get more information? Yeah, I mean, always hauntpay.com. You can you can hit it up there for non-haunted stuff. It's gopassage.com. And you can always uh, email me directly, too. I'm alex at hauntpay.com, and I'm happy to fill you in and connect you with our team and show you around myself if I can here. Excellent. Alex, always a pleasure to see you, my friend. Like we will see you at Transworld in less than three months. Oh, man. That's <laughs> coming up. That, that's kind of the reaction I'm getting. We'll see you there in February. But once again, folks, hauntpay.com for all your online ticketing needs and of course a very fine sponsor of the round table of terror which we thank them very much this is drew badger once again at iap in orlando and we're out ohio haunted house owners actors and enthusiasts join the new ohio haunters association we are working with haunters across the state from home to pro 
to strengthen the Ohio haunt community. Open to all owners, actors, makeup artists, prop builders, designers, and Halloween paranormal enthusiasts. The Ohio Haunters Association, where haunting is the heart of it all. Look for us on Facebook. Broadcasting to you from the darkest reaches of the earth, this is a Haunt Minute. And now, with this week's commentary, Storm. Alright, fess up. Who did it? Who's responsible? Because it's got to be a haunter. We're all friends here. Come on, you can just tell us. Who's sticking monoliths everywhere? I mean, it's freaking amazing. I hope you heard about this, unless you've been under a rock or under a monolith. You might not have. But yes, a monolith showed up in Utah. So these guys flying a helicopter for a Bureau of Land Management are counting sheep from the helicopter. How they don't crash the helicopter from counting the sheep, I don't know. But they see something shiny. So they go over investigating. And what do they see? A monolith in the middle of nowhere. So they go check it out. Ooh, monolith. And then post pictures. So, of course, people come and go see it. And then... It vanished. The monolith vanished. It just went away. And then there have been other sightings. One showed up in Romania. One has shown up in um, California. So these monoliths are starting to show up, which is absolutely fantastic. And it absolutely has to be a haunter thing, because who else would be crazy enough to just start putting monoliths everywhere. Nope, absolutely fantastic. And, you know, there's all kinds of neat reports with how the monoliths are disappearing and stuff. And, oh, yeah, it's wonderful, fun, crazy things. So this goes to say, if you're a haunter and you're not putting up monoliths, why not? We should be doing this, especially now with business and stuff. You see the attraction of it. You know, you're a haunter. You know how to build these things. You know how to sneak around the shadows. If the taco place down the street isn't doing well because of COVID, go stick a monolith in their parking lot. How fantastic is that? And, you know, even if you don't want to go that far and risk, you know, that type of popularity and you don't have a favorite taco shop, even though every haunter does have a favorite taco shop, even if it's a Taco Bell and, you know, you need some help, but, you know, it'll work. It's still a taco shop. Anyway, maybe you should be putting a monolith in your haunt next year. That's right, find a monolith. Just stick it in your hayride. Stick it over there. It could be a big monolith, a tiny monolith, a giant monolith. Monoliths everywhere! Because apparently this grabs the public and is fantastic for, you know, just appeal, fascination, and going viral. So until next time, keep every minute scary with monoliths! Tune in next episode for another Haunt Minute. And in the meantime, share your opinions on the Big Scary Show Facebook page and on Twitter at Big Scary Store. Hi, this is Josh Gates from Travel Channel's Expedition Unknown, reminding you to send all hate mail to storm at bigscaryshow.com. When the moon is full, 
the beast must die. Eight people, each one a suspect. One of you is a werewolf. You, the audience, must track down the werewolf. You must choose between eight suspects. When the film stops, guess which one is the werewolf. Watch for the werewolf break. See it. Solve it. But don't tell. The Beast Must Die. From Cinerama Releasing, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. The Beast Must Die. It's time for Ask the Old Crone. <laughs> Does your family think that as long as they get you something for Christmas that is, quote, Halloween related, you'll be happy? Yeah, okay, that's mostly true, but not always so easy. So here's some outside-of-the-box gift ideas to put on your wish list or to perhaps buy for the haunter in your life. First, a haunter can never have too many tool chests, and not just for holding tools. You can use a tool chest for a portable makeup station, organizing and storing art supplies, costume accessories. The rolling tool chests are especially ideal if you have a mobile haunt. I particularly like the ones that separate to make it easier for me to lift and transport in my vehicle. Another item that's great for organizing is a label maker to mark your tools scissors, staple guns, etc., so they don't get mixed in with someone else's. Labeling contents on drawers, tubs, and boxes make locating items a snap. Nothing is more frustrating than having to look through a dozen tubs for something just because you can't remember which tub you put it in. One of my favorites, paintbrushes. I go through tons of paintbrushes every year. And to be honest, sometimes I like the super cheap ones that I can just use and toss. Because realistically, I don't always have the time or the desire to wash them. The variety packs at dollar stores are great because you get a different size of brushes, throw them in a bucket with a few packs of sponge brushes, and you're all set for your painting projects for the season. I personally would love that as a gift. Then how about clear hanging shoe organizers? These are cheap, but they're great for holding cans of spray paint and brushes out in the garage or I've seen them used in makeup rooms to hold the bottles of makeup, airbrush makeup, hairspray, things like that. Or maybe you need a way to store some small props that might otherwise get misplaced. And one last item that is always perfect for a haunter, gift cards. Gift cards to those big box stores we all frequent so often during build season. Trust me, they sure come in nice whenever the budget and the supplies are getting low during build season. Hopefully this helps give you a few gift ideas for, you know, that other season we occasionally celebrate. Until next time, don't forget to stir the cauldron. Hello everybody, Drew Badger here. We're live in Orlando, Florida at IAPA and oh my god, this is like the biggest thing I've ever been in. There's too much stuff here. It's almost hard to, uh, to process it all, but I was walking through here yesterday and came up to this axe throwing booth and the guy I was with was like, I want to throw an axe. So while we were standing there, who should walk up to me but the man that used to run Pale Knight Productions, you remember him from Transworld, Mr. Kip Holly, 
He still does, um, you know, has, still has perma blood and everything as far as Pale Knight's concerned, I believe. But uh, he's now with On Point here. What's going on, Kip? Yeah, hi. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, we're here um, this year with On Point Digital Targeting Software. We are showing our new axe throwing software that both produces um, digital targets for players to throw at and also does uh, automatic scoring. We use uh, a camera system to detect where the axes hit and score them so the customers have a, a bit more of a, a seamless experience when they're playing. I'm going to guess that the person that just threw that that hit the floor didn't score very high. She did not, no. <laughs> um, she did not score anything for that. So this is pretty interesting because axe throwing has been just growing like leaps and bounds. You know, five years ago, people were like, what's axe throwing? And now it's, it's like almost every haunted attraction that's got an escape room and a midway and some other stuff is offering axe throwing, and this is something that can definitely be used for them. Yeah, no, axe throwing has definitely um, become really popular as of late, and honestly, we're shocked even here at how many of the people that we've spoken to don't have it but are considering adding it now. Uh, you know, we expected most of the people we talked to here were existing venues, but easily half of the people we've spoken to are an arcade or a, uh, you know, a top golf or a, something like that, and they, they're just considering adding additional uh, revenue streams, and axe throwing is really appealing to them. I guess they were trying to see if it was just like a one or two year fad, but uh, obviously it's not, because I'm even seeing like microbreweries offering axe throwing nights and, and clubs and music venues, and, and almost every place nowadays is trying to get into that business. Yeah, I think <clears throat> excuse me. I think it's appealing to a lot of people because it's it's a you know moderately low cost to entry to, to build a range and get set up. But what a lot of people will find is similar to bowling. Uh, you know, bowling used to just be uh, balls and pins, and that was it. And then we got black lights and LEDs and video screens, and you had to kind of make it fancier and more interesting to appeal to a younger audience and to differentiate yourself. And So axe throwing venues, I think, are starting to see that as well, that the standard, um, you know, hand-drawn targets on wood boards have been fine for years, but when there are 15 locations in town that are all doing that, it's hard to differentiate yourself. So, so I'm imagining you guys can differentiate yourself with the new digital software you're presenting here. Right. That's that's exactly what we're going for. Um, with our games, not only does it make axe throwing um, different and sort of more interesting, uh, you know, experience for, for players to play, but it also makes it more repeatable because you can come and play and have fun, and then you can come back again later and play a different game than the one that you did or a couple different ones. Um, we're also putting out new content uh, about once a quarter, so. We're constantly producing new games, so even if you played everything that they have, uh, within a you know month or two, there'll yet be something new again uh, to enjoy. Um, and then there are all sorts of uh, kind of ancillary benefits that we didn't even really consider originally. Like our targets, by their very nature, encourage players to uh, throw all over the play area. Whereas originally the hand-drawn targets, everyone's just aiming at the center bullseye. So our venues that are running the software change their boards less, which is less, you know, labor and material costs for them. 
And once you've built an axe range, your backboard lumber is one of your largest, you know, ongoing costs. So this can be a big cost savings to people as well. Do you get to kill zombies in any of your software? We do. Uh, <laughs> we do have uh, one game where you throw at zombies. Um, it's called Zombie Attack. So in the game, uh, if you hit them in the body, it takes two body shots to kill them or one headshot. Uh, and you have to kind of clear it scene by scene. There are some where there are human uh, characters and you have to avoid them or you get punished. And you can play versions of the game where we limit the number of axes you have so you can't miss too many times or you run out. And there's lots of different options to sort of personalize the gameplay for you and your venue. It sounds like it's a lot of fun. You know, I've, I've thrown an axe or two in my time, and I'm okay at it, but now I don't have to worry about trying to hit the, the middle square or the middle circle or whatever. You know, I'll go out and kill zombies or whatever other these things you have here. For people wanting more information, like you said, maybe I'm interested in opening up an axe range, or maybe I have an axe range with the painted block, and I'm tired of replacing that once a season, and I want something that's a little bit different and, and is, frankly, cooler and has that wow factor for the people who are waiting to get into my haunt or other venue. How can people get more information through websites, social medias, etc.? Yeah, so if you want more information about uh, the software, you can visit onpointscoring.com. We have uh, a bunch of information there. Uh, If you'd like to contact me directly, uh, you can contact me at uh, kip at onpointscoring.com. That's K-I-P. K-I-P. K-I-P at onpointscoring.com. Yeah. Kip Bali, it's a pleasure to see you again. It, it's yeah, great. To, well. and I'm glad to know that you guys are doing well. And and uh, Pale Knight's still doing permablood, right? That is correct, yeah. So my wife, Ashley, is still running uh, the company, uh, selling permablood and our permagrime paints and some of those products. Yes, yeah, so those things will not be going anywhere anytime soon. Very nice. Well, hopefully we'll catch you at a Transworld at some point down the line. Once again, folks, onpointscoring.com for all your axe-throwing needs. And remember, folks, this is uh, this is becoming a big thing. You know, if you're considering it, don't go with just the painted board. Go with the digital stuff. It's really cool, and I've been watching, you know, there's tic-tac-toe, there's zombie killing, there's, there is a painted board software, so if you like the old traditional stuff. But once again, folks, my name is Drew Badger here at IAPA in Orlando, Florida, and we're out. In 1897, Dr. Alexander Hammond arrived at an institution for the criminally insane, only to discover the unsolved murders of several guards. Drivers, where are we? Jerry Bain takes you into Black Moon Asylum, a twisted abyss of torment, madness, and the horrifying mystery of Patient 292. Time for your medication. Black Moon Asylum, a symphonic journey into darkness from instrumentalist Jerry Vane. Download Black Moon Asylum at jerryvane.com, iTunes, cdbaby.com, Amazon MP3, and your favorite download site. Twisted Sister, featuring Lita Ford. I'll be home for Christmas on The Big Scary Show.
everybody, Drew Badger here. We're live at IAPA in Orlando, Florida. The trade show floor is just absolutely packed with, you know, everything. Christmas decorations, haunted house stuff, escape rooms. Escape rooms are such a big part of the industry and non-industry these days. I'm out here at the Mind Games booth, and they do mobile escape rooms, and who just happens to be a quote-unquote booth babe, but Rebecca Peitch from Exit 13 Haunted House up in Flint, Michigan. We had her on the show about a year and a half ago. Rebecca, how are you doing? I'm doing great. So tell us a little bit about these mobile escape rooms. What are these things? Okay, so these are pop-up escape rooms. You can put them anywhere. So, you know, you're, you're setting up something like maybe in a parking lot of an, of an event type thing. You can just bring it in and set it up and run it all day and break it down type yes. stuff? Yes. It only takes about two people to set these up. They use them for school events. You can use them for parties, weddings, anything like that. Right now, we have the Enchanted Forest. I, I walked in there, and everything's all 3D filled with fairies and trees and, and lots of cool stuff. This is the only 3D tent that they have available. This is the only one that they offer right now. And Taylor painted this. Taylor, you know, oh, sure. we love that girl. There, it's beautiful work in there. What other types of escape rooms do they have that are not 3D? Well, oh, Lord, we have quite the choice here. It looks like you have a little bit of everything. We have a... Uh, well, I'm looking at some of the stuff. It looks like yeah. you've got tiki-themed stuff. It looks like you got rock star-themed stuff, Egyptian-themed stuff. And all of these can be set up with just a couple of people. Yes, it can. Oh, that's fantastic. What are some of the websites or social medias for people who might be interested in either or either renting one of these out or buying one of these things, putting up an escape room either at their business, maybe they're having a corporate party or something like that? How can people get more information? Uh, they want to go to sales at mindgames.com. That is mindgames-productions.com or email sales at mindgames-productions.com, correct? Yes. Sorry, my voice is so gone. And I'm looking at the phone number here. It's an 800 number, 800-720-1631 for your mobile escape room needs. Where is this based out of? Uh, They're based out of New York. Okay. And will they travel anywhere? If you buy them, they'll ship them anywhere. (laughs) There you go. Rebecca, it's a delight to see you again. I wish you nothing but success here for... Mind games, escape rooms, portable escape rooms, and a tent. Two people can set this thing up, and you're good to go. So if you're looking to get into the escape room business, I assume this is like a five-minute escape room. It's not like two hours or anything? No, no, no. They have like 10-minute, 20-minute, and 30-minute. Excellent. Yes. So you can bring a group of people here and get stuck in an escape room for 30 minutes because I I suck at escape rooms. But anyway, folks, one thing I'm not sucking at is wandering around the floor here at IAP in Orlando. My name is Drew Badger for The Big Scary Show, and we're out. Your actors, your props, yourself. If they're worth dressing right, they're worth Von Caron. When you scare enough to wear the very best. Boncaron.com. V-O-N-C-H-A-R-O-N.com. As we slide back into the swamp where we hid the body, we would like to thank the following sponsors. Screamline Studios. Creepy Collection. Dark Imaginings. Fright Finder. Haunt Pay. Von Caron Productions. And VFX Creates. We'd also like to thank Virgil Franklin, Master of the Ether Muse. And we couldn't do this without the three ghosts, including 
Badger. Haunt Consulting and more, rabidbadger.org. Meat Hook Jim. Check out his other podcast at wrestlehorror.com. And Storm, Rants and more, hauntminute.com. And finally, you, the listener. Without you, we are nothing. The Big Scary Show is copyright Big Scary Show LLC, and no rebroadcast of this show may be made without express permission of the owners. All music used on The Big Scary Show is used with expressed permission of the artists themselves.